You're now listening to a companion piece to Connected Entertainment, Connected Podcast, a weekly podcast show. Join us while we discuss and break down topics related to Asian and Korean entertainment. And if you've listened to us thus far, you'll know that we've covered biases and fandoms, which allowed us to become more personal with our connects. But we're not done getting deeper. So get comfortable because we're going to ask questions that all fans of Asian entertainment should consider when speaking to someone who just doesn't get it. With that being said, let's get connected. Hello, Connects and soon to be Connects if you aren't one already. Welcome to episode seven of Connected Podcast entitled So You Want to Know Why? Why? What? Why? Where we answer questions that people who don't understand the phenomenon want to know. With this being our seventh show, I know some of you are vets, but this is for the newbies. I want to introduce the lovely ladies of Connected. First off, I'm Marie, and I'm joined by Sam. Hello. And Tandy. Hi. Now, for the rookies and vets alike, before we get into the show, I just want to remind you of the format. We have our weekly repeaters, which are the songs that we have stuck in our heads all week and we want to share with you. You'll find some bops to add to your own personal playlist there. Then we'll have our main topic. This week, it'll be answering those K-pop stand questions you may have been asked many times before. And last but certainly not least, we have our unk-popular, which are our rants, opinions, and just thoughts when it comes to the K-pop realm. Now, with that being said, let's get into it. All right. Announcements. We have a couple. Um, you know, quite a few. A few. Quite <laughs> a few. A few. <laughs> Um, Sam this week has come up with our theme for our playlist and it's called Dramatic Much. Um, Why Why did you come up with this? Why so dramatic? So I I don't know what came over me, but um, a wonderful song popped into my head and I just thought about how dramatic the video was. And when I say dramatic, I mean like explosions, fire, smoke. Some you know, some smoke. <laughs> there might be some violence. There might be some some really Love. aggressive themes. You know, it's, uh, it's uh, a lot. killing. Yes, like yeah. like you know, lots of lots of drama. Yeah, and I just wanted to hear from the girls. Like, what kind of videos did they think was really dramatic and from different artists? So yeah, that's what we went with. Okay, uh, just to give you a little preview of what's on the playlist. I chose Brown Eyed Girls Kill Bill Warning. It's a movie. <laughs> yes, yes. It's a great movie. Um, well, I mean, Kill Bill is literally a movie, but the video, the, not the dance performance, because you can watch the dance performance video where it cuts out all the scenes of the Kill Bill music video. And it's like three minutes long, but this is like literally seven minutes. There's a whole plot. <laughs> all the Kill Bill or the first two movies, and mm-hmm. they put it together, and the girls acted out in a really fun and silly way. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then my next one is BAP Skydive. This is um, also a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, BAP is known to make videos very cinematic and yes. like crime-like. Uh, the theme for this one is a group of guys. I guess they don't necessarily trust each other, probably did a job with each other. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Daehyun, which is our the character that we're following, um, something happens to his girlfriend and he has to figure out why. Mm-hmm. And shit, you know, hits the fan, basically. Yeah. So 
I hope you guys enjoy those. Uh, I think mine's are the longest on the list. <laughs> but trust me, it's worth it. It's, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to uh, give you guys the my thought process, the song that popped into my mind was BTOB's... Is it BTOB or BT? BT. Yeah, yeah it's BTOB. Okay. It was okay. Pray... I'll be your man. And at first, I was just singing the songs, I'll be your man. And I was just thinking about even how dramatic just that na, 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 na. Yeah, like so dramatic. So it's such a good song. <laughs> it's so dramatic. So yeah, you, you if you go check out the video, can I just tell you there's uh <laughs> there's smoke, um, there's a little bit of fire, um, there's some some weird violence in there. There's guys with guns. For some reason, one of our beloved members is hanging. This is um, when she says dramatic. This is what she. It's dramatic. Yeah, this is what I meant by dramatic. Like, no, they don't make videos like this anymore. They don't make no. them like like story videos. Stuff with I love stuff with story. Yeah, it's like give me something that tells me like a beginning, a middle, and end. Mm-hmm. Like let it. When I say dramatic, like to me, Skydive really did bring that drama. Yeah. But something about this BTOB one, because it was also like, we don't really get why all this drama was going on in the BTOB video. <laughs> but I, all I know is that it's shady chicks. Like it was just, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a confession room. Like it, <laughs> one of those, I don't really know where this is going, but it's dramatic. Yes. And then my next one was 21's Come Back <laughs> Home. Yeah, I know. So the reason I chose this one was because I was also thinking about the song and how dramatic the song got and mm-hmm. as far as breakdowns. Yeah. And then it would be rapping and then it went back to like a rock yeah. theme and then it went back down to like a super hip hop EDM breakdown. It was it was a lot going on in the song. It like worked really well. Really? It did. At first I yeah. It, at first, it was a little daunting to me, but then as I kept hearing it, I was like, okay, I get it. I see yeah. the flowingness. Yeah. And then the, as far as the video goes, the video is about like a revolution and yeah. and a system that everybody's plugged into. Um, if you trying to be a part of your system, right? Throw it on the ground, and she did. You was, said uh, throw it uh, on the ground. Actually, no, she did. What, what do you call that? The t- the um the bomb thing, the thing where you put the the thing that's flame. You put a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, a bottle, and you put uh, a, a a mo a, a, a mo something. I it. It's something. Oh, yeah. Yes, that. So she literally threw that on the ground, and then it caused like fire, fire. And then there was robots, yeah. and then there was like being under. So there's a movie based on this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So much stuff. So much stuff. So okay, check that out too. That I think Come Back Home is actually a little long too. Maybe not as long as Tandy's options, but that one's that yeah, one has a little, No, I'm not even kidding, guys. It's literally movies. <laughs> yeah, it's it's movies basically. Mm-hmm. Marie. Yes, and then me, we already know I'm a BTS stand, guys. So y'all know what <laughs> I had to bring into this. Um, mm-hmm. I was I was torn. But I am yeah. choosing BTS, I Need You. Now, yeah. if you've seen... I know you've heard the song. Everyone's heard the song. I would sing uh, it by the one I heard. Oh, go ahead. Come on, sing it. Come on, let's hear oh, it. Tandy, where are you Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. That's fine. No. <laughs> I, I, um, just had to, I just had to let that little part es- escape. Just... I, can't, I can't sing, but it's the... <laughs> I need you, but... Okay, yeah, anyway. So, you can't... <laughs> um, How is she talking about she can't sing? Can you not? I mean... Home? You'll never know. No, Marie you're talking about she can't sing. Come oh, she on. Got them vocals, remember? I can't stand y'all. Okay, anyway, <laughs> if you guys watch this video, it's them going through their whole storyline of yeah. 
Tay killing his dad. Oh my gosh. Uh, Jimin, this is, is and this is going to be the deeper Jimin slowly sinking into the tub. Um, mm-hmm. Hope pills. having his hope taking his pills and passing out when he's walking because of his his fainting spells and you're kind of seeing all of their issues that have been going on throughout all their videos showing up in one place and mm-hmm. it's a very cinematic type of feel it looks like it could be the start of a K drama mm-hmm. it's a very I love it if you watch the whole series all of the music videos connect so you understand it but mm-hmm. um, yes love I need you and then drama. Park and then we have Park Jimin not to be confused with Jimin of BTS. Park mm-hmm. Jimin is a is a woman. She's a very gorgeous woman, a part yes. of JYP. And mm-hmm. her song is called April Fools. So <laughs> hers is very interesting if you watch the it, concept it was. of the video. It really was. Her ex-boyfriend, I'm assuming he's her ex, comes and tries to make up with her or I don't exactly know what's happened. I think it looked like she was about to they were together, but she's over it because he's a yeah. player. And okay. All oh. we know is his ass falls and ends up unconscious that entire time. We think he's dead. And she's just putting <laughs> his ass in different situations, hiding him under beds, his people having sex mm-hmm. on the bed. The bed falls on him. You think he's dead. <laughs> he gets back up. He walks. Yeah. He falls. He hits his head again. This fool can't walk is what, what yeah. we get from this. And <laughs> he keeps getting fucked up. But... Or she just needs to stop putting bananas all over her apartment. Her I'm house too. was booby-trapped. Like, it was really booby-trapped. Like that it was home alone. We playing Super Mario <laughs> up in this bitch. <laughs> uh, but, yes, that is another one. It's not as dramatic as the rest of them, but it is so dramatic in its own sense no, it's, because of how the video mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. He, like, he like died, like, five times. Like, it doesn't he really did. Like, how like, are you still dying, bro? She mm-hmm. killed his ass when she, he was waking up, and then he beats his chest again. And then, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> like... <laughs> he's out uh, funny but it's a good she was song conflicted. like she wanted to save him but kill him at the same time mm-hmm. we, we've all felt that way once in our life yeah really? so we do have more than a deeper theme than dramatic it was also like storylines like things that have like beginning middle end like i love that i love that it was all stories movie like like mm-hmm. uh, dramatic we're gonna have to do a couple of these because there's other groups that <laughs> yes. we're missing that do like a yes. lot of like dramatic stuff. Uh, is definitely one that mm-hmm. always does a movie. Exactly. And actually, B2B, um, I think they do a lot of movies. One of their most, a couple of their recent um, releases were literally, I think one of their songs is like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's called movie. like a movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Monster X, too. They're, they're, uh, Drama All Rama. of Drama Rama was Rama, basically Rama, like Rama, Rama, also like Rama, Rama, Rama. yeah, and um, <laughs> trespass. No, not Drama Rama, 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 Ever. Never, never. 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 Yes. Mm-hmm. And Hard mm-hmm. Carry is low. Oh, yeah. Hard Carry. Even though it's yeah. mixed with the dance video. And it's well, a it's great... a storyline. So, never. Yes. Oh, they all know. link in the era of like turbulence, yes. turbulence era. You guys turbulence. wait until we do. I'm, I want to do a mini pod because yeah. everybody thinks that Got Seven has not had a storyline. Did you know? That's crazy. I'm going to go ahead and, and kill all no. y'all real quick as a sidetrack. They kill everybody. She said she Except okay. for one person. Oh, we will go okay. over this in the mini pod, but just wait for that. Because guys, I'm so dramatic as fuck. I'm fine with what I have. I don't need a whole storyline. I like the story within a music video. 
Mm. Your whole like setup is a story. I'm done. Like it's sometimes I'm hard keeping eat. up because you gotta know where did it started, yeah, which, which song did it start with. Fragmented, and you kind of have to put the puzzle together. But not everybody wants to do puzzles. That's okay, <laughs> so I will be the puzzle piece put together. And we'll we will do it for God Seven and any other groups that you guys want to give me theories on. We will have put together. We will have mini pods of this because trust so, me, let's I got you. do it. I got okay. you. I'm the theorist here. Yeah, yeah, no, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They be doing their thing, exactly. so we gonna do it. Yeah, we might. Find I think Twenty One has some stuff too, right? Back back then, they had some. But let's put this together. No, yeah. I'm not sure connected, but yeah, Big Bang did. Big Bang did. Just yeah, we about to yeah. have some fun, y'all. Oh my god! Speaking of Big Bang, yeah, loser. Yes, that yes. video. That's not loser. Well done. Whatever they said. Okay. No, you're right. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so next on our announcements, um, we have merch coming soon, specifically yes. our just love pin, love army. Yes. Um, we've been flirting with like other merch. Yay. <laughs> um, so I'm we so might see of it and see, you know, engage with you guys, like what you guys will be willing to um invest in mm -hmm. uh, we also have a design for a smart purse for concerts nice um i we will be that at some point i don't want to do it too soon you know mm -hmm. yes. let the pin speak for itself and then we're gonna go plow you can have you know, yes. and exactly. we did Smack hear down. we did hear a few things about other groups because we did start with bts and army because of course we know that a lot mm -hmm. we have a lot of army that were following us so we mm -hmm. wanted to go ahead and make something that we thought you guys would enjoy but we also have a lot of good groups and there aren't a lot of enamels being made for other groups so yes. we do have some got seven ones on the way yeah uh, we have some Monster X ones, some Twice yeah. ones, yeah. 80s. We have a few different groups that we're going to be starting off with slowly. And then if you guys really have a group, it's like, hey, I really want an enamel for this group. Let us know. Shoot us a comment. Yeah. Shoot us a message. And we will get on to adding that to our list so we know who we should cater towards while we're making these. Right. Because I know that when I'm looking up merch, unfortunately, we're flooded by a lot of BTS. And, some, and even when I type in a different fandom, Mm -hmm. Your stuff still comes up, and I'm like, I literally <laughs> typed in twice. Yeah, twice is females. <laughs> wow. So it would be nice to for us to provide in that you know a niche within a niche, like yes. other groups who aren't BTS EXO, because uh, I know there's a lot of EXO stuff as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. So copyrights and stuff, we have been posting our male group Monday and women group Wednesday, and. On Instagram, they're a little harsh with the um, use of videos. So on Instagram, we may be phasing out of using videos and just doing still images. And you can get the preview on Twitter because we haven't had any issues with Twitter. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We might be changing our songs and maybe getting a new song um, created specifically for Connected, like mm -hmm. brand, new, brand new track, you know, hot. Hot off the press. Um, Right, might be might be the beat to honest and real. You never know. Oh snap! You never know. You know. Um, and if you guys notice, Marie has two things up for founder blog. She has a vlog and a blog. Y'all tired of my face yet? I'm tired of my. No, never get it up. Sorry, just can't get enough. That's that's how the song. No, no, I I got you. Um, she did. So she, the first post was about how she got into K-pop. Um, and then the second post is on her YouTube. 
because the first one's a blog on our mm-hmm. website. Second one's on YouTube for our founder series, where we're going to be just, I guess, being more transparent. Like we said, we were going to be. More honest. And really, yeah. mine will honest. be posted soon. Um, I don't know what I'm going to be talking about. Honestly, we just come, like, we'll come up with something in our heads. Yeah. Old- Doing something that we're like, okay, let's kind of talk through with our connects so that you guys can learn some of our thought process and like mm-hmm. maybe sometimes we'll reveal why we're doing a certain thing versus another. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll talk about like just our personal lives and like um, I know that everyone who's involved with Connected, including a new person, which you guys will meet soon, um, we all have other engagements. Like yeah. this is not this was full-time and then everything else is full-time. So, yes. um, and we hope to make this like full-time, full-time, you know, yeah. make this our yes. primary thing. I'm so excited. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you'll see more content on the YouTubes. You'll see more blogs. You'll see more people show up in the connected family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hopefully one day we'll forge more relationships with our connects and they'll also show up. Yes. And also if you guys pay attention to any of our social medias, um, I did one on Twitter already. I may do some on YouTube, but I will do some live streams. Hopefully, Tandy and the others will join me sometimes to do mm-hmm. live streams just because I like being able to do this so I can answer your questions right away. I can interact yeah. with you guys right away. Yeah. And I can do things while I am live streaming. So this last time, I was actually creating a new enamel. So anybody who watched the video got to see a little sneak preview of what cool. the new enamel might look like. Um, but I was showing you guys the process while also talking to you. So if you ever mm-hmm. see us live streaming... Feel free to come on, say hi. Sometimes I might do a guest stream, so I might put one of you guys on the stream. Yeah. I love talking to anybody who's interested in K-pop or if you just have questions about the world. So you, you stream on your own, right? Um, I stream on my own. I can stream on YouTube. I can stream on uh What we do, well, then we should definitely do, like, a drunk stream. Like yeah. Drink. Yeah, yes. we could just talk like we... Um, sometimes we'll get on and mm-hmm. I know we have like a lot of work, but sometimes we'll talk about fleshing out ideas yeah. and then it turns into us joking. So <laughs> yes. imagine that with alcohol. Uh, <laughs> it's great, guys. It'll be a soju and chill night with Connected. Yes, I love it. I'm, I'm writing that down. Um, and just so you guys know, um, if you've been catching up with Connected and you realize, oh my God, where are the weekly releases? That's going to be a new separate segment podcast on YouTube yes. where we're going to react and analyze and discuss new releases. Uh, we'll try our hardest to get as many videos as we can in it, but we don't want to be too lengthy. I know that we already talk a lot on our podcast, <laughs> but this is a different type of, of podcast because if you want to hear us analyze music a little bit more, why we like certain things, why we don't like certain things, what elements do we look at when analyzing a video? Um, Cause sometimes it's more than I don't like it because I don't like the song. Maybe you like the song, but don't like the video. Well, why don't you like the video? Mm-hmm. We want to go more in depth about our criteria and show you how we come up with the scores that we do for our initial reaction, which is going to be a live reaction and our second listen where we do a more in-depth in this discussion. Mm-hmm. We may not do all of the big companies. We may like choose uh, maybe a hip hop artist. We ran into a newly debuted group from a small company just to also expose you even more to more music. And speaking of more music, Lord. repeaters, man. Hmm? Onto our repeaters. 
So tell us what you've been repeating this week. So this week, I got a good little mix. (laughs) My my XOLs, we got some tempo for you. And then I, of course, I'm saying my songs together for a reason. And then I have Red Velvet, Bad Boy. So the reason I'm saying them together is because they both have kind of a sexy feel to them. I obviously was in a very specific type of headspace this week. And yeah. honestly, I just wanted oh, something to kind of gig to. I was feeling myself a little bit. So tempo, they What's weren't messing up my tempo. The, you got that bed squeaking? They are both very, I say sexy. They're very fun to dance to. They're very, yeah. like, when you're feeling yourself and you're dancing to these songs, you're you feel yourself. like a boss. Like, you feel like, it. Yeah, I'm definitely like gonna pull dance to this. <laughs> yes. So my songs this week were because of how addicting their beat was and mm-hmm. how it got stuck in my head and how it was just making me feel more confident about myself. If you ever have those songs that just make you feel good about yourself, these yeah. songs just yeah. for some reason made me feel like, all right, I know I'm the hottest shit. I'm, I'm the shit. Like I yeah. know it. And yeah. that is why these are my repeaters for the week. So you need something to boost that confidence up. Get your yeah. tempo. Go get that bad boy. Yo, I love the breakdown in tempo, but like, yeah. Dio's my guy. Like, Dio's oh, yeah. that voice. That's, uh, that's the other thing. If you've never seen the video, y'all do yourself a favor. Please, their pants. Please. Please watch that so, video. Dio makes this. Uh, He'd be like, <laughs> yo, listen, listen. The vocals in this, or no, SO always has the vocals, but I'm really yes. glad that they took, like, I feel like Coco Pop didn't do that. But Coco Pop has something no, no, special. No, it about has something special, yes. but it doesn't have the vocal vocals. That's the beat on Coco Pop is just mm-hmm. sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, a great mm-hmm. thing about this, mm-hmm. we get to see Lay again. We have not seen <gasps> him with Exo. He, we... he appeared like three yes. times for like a few seconds. You but gotta like there. you gotta like click the pause button real fast. But to you get, get a good to see him. And we haven't seen yeah. him with them like this. So you <laughs> know what? that made my heart. If y'all didn't know that's my bias, I'm really upset. Anyway, we're moving on to yes. me. Um <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry. I chose um this is kind of like dancing too, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. I'm just I wanna have fun. Yes, but, very fun. I know it's hard right. to explain because Noir, the, the actual lyrical um, analysis to Noir is talking about like how we consume social media and like we have such a short attention span. Mm-hmm. But Suni always does a dance beat. So right. like you want to dance to it. The music video is really fun. Um, I just love her voice. I saw her in concert. I was so happy yes. to see this song. So yeah, I, I just said it. Send me Noir is one of the songs. Like I just, if you guys don't listen to Sue me, let me tell you. You mean mm-hmm. you're missing out because even say for instance, you're not lo- looking for like some lyrical content. She does ha- say a lot in her songs, but her beats are always so much fun to dance to. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're no matter if it's upbeat or down tempo. It still has that dance. I don't want to call it. It's not techno. It's not electro. It's like funk, like like Whoa. pop. Funk. It's like Sith. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I really love her. I love Noir. It's like one of my favorite songs that she's ever done. Okay. 
on to my other dance song that literally has dance in it is Black Beauty, How We Dance. <laughs> yes, yes. And I absolutely <laughs> love this song. Mm-hmm. I was very upset when the album was like three songs. <laughs> and the first song was the instrumentals to Shall We Dance. She was like, where's the rest of it? Exactly. But they've been doing this for years that they've yeah. only released a song or two and that's it. But Shall We Dance needed, like, I need a whole album with this mm-hmm. aesthetic, with this energy. Yeah. I feel like if Black B really promoted themselves at this time, they really could have hit the, the ground running and, like, right. took this momentum to another place because they're one of the groups that are really weird but really cool when you get in get to know them yes yeah, very animated uh, when people very yes i love it though. When, <laughs> yes when people um look into black b as a boy band it's not what you expect and that, that's right. why i love them mm-hmm. is everybody has like this idea like everybody has to be polished and look a certain way no they're like nah fuck it this yeah. is us this is what you're getting we got the vocals we got the rap let's do this you know let's be weird let's be wild and shall we dance is in theme with black b because it is weird like the way that they're dressed and stuff yeah yeah but it's a, a little bit more videos. toned down in terms of uh the average of their videos i know that they don't always look crazy and stuff like that but i like them because they take risks and this was kind of a risk because they haven't really done this sound mm-hmm. as a group but zico does this sound a lot on his own Unfortunately, Zico is not in the group anymore, and he decided to start his own company earlier this year. Right. So we'll see what happens with that. But I still, you know, I know they still love each other and they still respect each other. So if you've never heard of Shall We Dance, warning, you're going to be playing this over and over and over again. True that. And it's great. You'll yeah. <laughs> My favorite color. Shall We Dance. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, sorry. Okay, go ahead. Hit it. Oh, sorry. I was getting into it. Yeah. I was like, hey. Hey. So I did not have a thing. Um, I didn't either, but it just happened. <laughs> see, but yeah, I don't know. My themes, no, don't happen. Um, <laughs> so I discovered this this the, my first artist when mm-hmm. I was traveling. Uh, they posted. So I saw it on Instagram. He came up on my feed, and he was just doing like an acapella performance of a song of his. And I was just like, wait, wait, hold on, stop. Who is this? I need to go look him up. And when I looked him up, I was pleasantly surprised at the new song he had out. And it's called Cruise. It's Samuel Seal. Seal? Seal? So? So? Samuel Seal. That makes sense. Um, (laughs) The video that I post here is a performance video. So it's basically like him in a room, just all of him. Chilling. Just all of him. Not having him. All of him. Exactly. Nothing else. All of him and vocals and the camera's just like going around him and oh, it's just glorious just watching him just it's such a chill song it's a very it has a very chill vibe it's not something very jumpy or it reminds me of literally just like going for a drive somewhere hello it's called cruise so it's basically, <laughs> yeah and it's just talking about like having a chill day and and relaxing chill accent mm-hmm. chill okay. accent um, wow when was the last time You've used to I have no idea. I could have been like remember. in high school. Nah, it was after that because nah, I'm corny sorry. and I like to use old terminology. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. I'm corny and I like to use old terminology. Sometimes I'll be showing my Let's age when I back. do certain things. Let's People be back. like, mm, Sam, what <laughs> we'll bring want. it back. Bring it back. I'll bring yeah, it down. Bring it back. I'll bring it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring it down. Yeah. So he's actually, 
uh, not super active. So if you do check out crews, um, shout them out. Let them let everybody know that you check them out because I think yeah, you need more attention. Connected, suggested. Yeah, yes. add that to it. You know. Yeah, and you can take that, that to the bank. Right. <laughs> and my next song, we have a theme because with Tandy, uh, Block B, I have Zico. And I, I did Zico featuring Fancy Child, the actual song, Fancy Child. Huh? Yes. And <laughs> no, no, Fancy Child. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is why I didn't have a theme because this is a completely different dynamic. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. But something about this song, I just really wanted to hear it at the time. I think that's what I was going through with my week. My week had a lot of like ups and downs and highs <laughs> and lows. So it was like, Fancy Child. Like It was that when I was walking into work and I didn't really want to hear from nobody. So um, I just needed to hear that kind of like rough and, and harsh. I shouldn't say harsh. It's just a heavy beat, a nice heavy beat to get me all pumped up for work and dealing with people. Yeah, this is actually a really good song to get pumped up it for work. It is. It's so good. Like you could work out to it. Yeah. Punch somebody you to it. Like, Don't punch somebody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It makes you want to punch somebody, but you're like, no, 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 let me chill. Yeah, they I sang it really loud in the streets, and you know, <laughs> nobody was paying attention though, because it's New York, so they don't care. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't. It was, it was everything I needed it to be. Like, and, awesome. and then Dean comes in with his you know cute little. Anybody remembers um, Show Me the Money when, like, in the back, the guys were just laughing at Dean going, RP, RP. It had Jay, like, Doki, all of them were just, like, laughing at him in that one part because it's just something so different. It was a really good season to watch. It really was. It was mad entertaining. I don't give Yeah, it was really entertaining. So yeah. yes, that was me bringing in some K hip hop and rap in here. Yeah, um, you guys check it out and check out Samuel as well. Like he's he's really cool. He's lit. Yes, mm-hmm. and now I have Sumi stuck in my head. That's the point. It's a I feel so. Hot. I need a new song. Oh my god, you guys. Oh my um, god. Um, fancy. Before we beginning, uh, beginning. Before we begin, <laughs> I want to know if we do do a live stream. Yes. Ooh. Can we play K-pop while we're... I know we can't do it on you. Like, we, we can do it. Can we do it on yeah. YouTube? We can't do it on YouTube, but we can't we can't post it. Like, once it's, like, done, because we use copyrighted music, we can't, like, leave it on there. I know that much. We can't monetize like a disclaimer? it. No, no, we can't leave it on there. Because I was watching a channel that did do K-pop a live stream, and okay. then they po- let it post, and it got it got taken off, and it wasn't because of demonetization, it was just like. Well, we can do it on um, Twitter. Yeah, so we can do it on Twitter, right? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, we're going on Twitter. And <laughs> going on the tweets. We're going on the tweets. What I like to refer as the tweets. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so everyone, uh, now that we've gotten through a billion songs, mm-hmm. hopefully you'll check out the playlist, which is going to be posted at the same time yes. as our podcast. Enjoy. And our repeaters will, the names will be up on our website, or uh, if you can remember it after <laughs> listening to this, if your hands aren't busy, yes. you can definitely look them up. I think all of these songs would be on a lot of major platforms. Yes, you can find them basically anywhere. Don't worry. Basically. So, we're on to our main discussion. Uh, Marie, tell us how you found this article. Yes. So I was searching the interwebs. The interwebs. The interwebs. Mm-hmm. And you know, I put a lot of thought into what I searched, you guys. And uh, 
No, I can't even be serious about that. Uh, she said, like, you know, I get serious about what I'm Let me get real serious. What I'm no. um, I, was, I was really searching up different things that we could talk about when it came to the podcast because we have our basic uh, podcast ideas and there were just some things that we were trying to figure out what we wanted to know. And I got really curious. I was like, well, what are things that people want to know about K-pop? Like, mm, what are just mm-hmm. random things people want to know about K-pop that is like a normal question that people ask all the time? And mm-hmm. I happened to come across this Vice article with 10 questions you always want to ask a K-pop fan. Or I think it should be 10 questions you've always wanted to ask a K-pop fan, but 10 questions you always want to ask a K-pop fan. And yeah. it asks this, they talk to this girl, she is the ultimate BTS, so she is an ultimate BTS stan. And she answered these questions that we're going to go through. And I thought that was pretty cool. Like, I was talking to Tandy about it when I found it. And I was like, hey, like, these would be fun to answer. Because she had yeah. some really, really good questions. We'll link the article. So if you guys would like to see it and you guys can go through it yourself. But we thought we would take a stab at answering these questions ourselves. Because they are questions that I feel like a lot of us might have been asked or might be asked at some point. So mm-hmm. why not hear from our perspective? Yes. And we did modify some questions because some of them were very specific and we definitely want to keep a more general conversation so that we can draw from different experiences and and different timeframes. Of course, this article is centered around BTS, but she did give some really good insight into general uh, K-pop misconceptions. So um, our questions aren't exactly like the article, but we definitely drew inspiration and we had little different answers from her. Like some of the things she said, um, we agreed with, but then we had a little bit more. And I think this fan is from India. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's from India, so, and she went to see them in Bangkok. Yes. Yes. So her experience is definitely different from ours, and she's, she's a little younger than we are. Yes. Yeah, a little bit younger than we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little. Um. <laughs> um. So. How about we start off with our listening habits? Um, The question that she was asked is, why do you choose K-pop over other music choices? And for us, that's not true. Right. (laughs) We listen to everything. I know that I listen to, um, I think I've said this before, I'm an R&B girl. I love any type of R&B, alternative, Mm -hmm. whatever you can mix with R&B, I love it. That sexy stuff. Right. And so I literally listen to everything. I got some country on me. Yeah, yeah. No, I think we all listen to everything, so. but like the genre I go to when I don't know what I want to listen to is not K pop related, really. Mm. It's more of a R&B. If my K pop, like if my R&B or Korean R&B overflows into my R&B list because I do have a mixture yeah. on my Spotify, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm not specifically typing in, I want to listen to Dean today. Mm. No? I'm 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 like that. I'm a little weird. I like to sometimes I feel like listening to a certain song or a certain artist. No, no, no. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just right. saying like when it's just a random music day. Let's say for instance you cleaning. Mm. You know, I can jump from like a random BTS song all the way to freaking Destiny's Child. Like because <laughs> that's the mood, right? <laughs> At the moment. But no, I definitely have days where I like binged Mas X or Vix yeah. or Gossip. I definitely do like I have a playlist of my favorite Got Seven songs. Yes. Um, You're so cute. You let me tell you. That should be the playlist next time. No, it's too long. And, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, 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 try, I'll try to cut it down. <laughs> um, so yeah, why do you even listen to it frequently? Like mm-hmm. I know that we 
even though we don't listen to it every day or all the time, we do yeah. listen to it frequently. It is something we listen to a whole lot. Why do you guys mm-hmm. listen to K-pop? At the moment, for me, I'm just really loving it. I'm loving everything it gives me. Um, it it completes my boy band fix. Like, <laughs> like Because, listen, I love boy bands. I like, love boy bands. Yeah. So much so that, you know, I write about it, you know, some poetry. <laughs> some, poetry. <laughs> okay. some poetry, some spoken word about boy bands. <laughs> Yo, word. you have to be spoken. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, honestly, I don't know when I started liking boy bands. It had to be before high school. High before high school, before B2K, all of that. Yeah, who didn't yeah. love you know, Boys to Men and New Edition? Yeah, I'm late on a lot of music anyway, so I usually have to go back and listen to stuff, mm-hmm. and ugh, it just gives me so much life to listen to all these wonderful boy bands and the girls, some girl groups too. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, um, I do want to learn Korean, so when I learn that listening to it every day or like listening to it or watching dramas is passively learning. I was like, oh, I'm doing this every day. So <laughs> I pa- I'm passively learning Korean by listening to songs and watching the dramas. I'm I can say it music. does happen, but it's only if you're really paying attention. Yes. Oh, for me, I'm always, I'm mostly paying attention. Mostly? I, mostly. Mo- always yeah, I gotta mostly. say mostly because it depends on what I'm doing because if I'm like yeah, on the does, train and stuff and I'm really trying to drown people out, sometimes I'm listening to it, but I'm also just like, all right, please don't let this crazy person come sit next to me kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> but then also it's just like, I might really just need to hear that beat or that yeah, one line yeah. in that one song or mm-hmm. I don't care. Like I will sing, I will dance. Like I'll do it all like on the train. I'm that one crazy person that be actually dancing to her music on the bus or the train. And yeah, yeah. I don't care. Ain't no shame in my game. So <laughs> that's my main reasons for listening to it. For the language and also like it's just giving me all the life that I need. I listen to everything else too. I'm from the Caribbean, so it's a lot of, I also listen to a lot of soca and reggae. So I really love when I can hear something that has that, what they like to call quote unquote tropical yeah, or tropical vibe to it nowadays. That's like, why you almost attacked me when I said Coco Bob. I was mm-hmm. like, this- um, I was You're like, laughing. that beat goes hard. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, uh-uh. What about you, um, Marie? I think my listening habits depend on my mood. So mm-hmm. depending on how I'm feeling will depend on what I listen to. I listen to mm-hmm. K-pop a lot, though, when I'm working, because sometimes since I don't completely understand the language, it's a passive listen for me. So I could be listening to it, but still concentrate on what I'm doing because I'm not so much as focusing on the words. Mm. Um, but it's also when it comes to K-pop, I get a different feeling when I'm listening to it, because I feel like when I'm really, really listening, I'm paying attention to what they're saying and the meaning of the song without paying attention to the meaning of the lyrics, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. you can feel music. And so, like, when I'm really sad, there are some K-pop songs that will just put me into the headspace that I need to be in to right. let me get it out, to let me cry, without me knowing what the hell they're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it really just depends on my mood. Because I can go from super... Coco, well, at least Coco Bob. I'll go from that to <laughs> listening to Halsey Nightmare. So it, wow. it just kind of depends on how I'm feeling at the time of mm-hmm. the music. But I can't say I pick it over anything, just because if you look at my playlist my oh these are the albums that we've played for you on spotify these are what we made it is k-pop country classic (laughs) r&b so it's like i got everything i got a plethora of music so Mm -hmm. i guess for me the reason why i play it frequently is kind of a combination of the of like both your reasons Mm -hmm. um 
I, one of the main reasons for me that makes it different from you too is like, I want more R&B. Yeah. And I feel like Korea right now, and, and to some extent I've heard some Chinese songs like this, but right now they're in a very kind of renaissance area when it comes to their indie R&B and hip hop, the music that I discovered through Spotify mm. and through SoundCloud that I put on my list. Um, they're just so ethereal. Like if it makes you feel like you're floating, it makes you feel like light. Mm. And, mm. and there's not much to the lyrics in certain songs. And sometimes I just don't want a song that has a lot of, uh, you know, meaning behind it. It's just really simple. You know what it means when you do look up the lyrics right. and it doesn't change your feeling about the song. On the other end, I have a lot of music in general. Right. Um, like Marie said, in, in like so many different spaces, it's not even funny. Uh, but I'm also the type of person that's grown up listening to different types of music in different languages. Um, I love Afro-Cuban jazz, Afro-Cuban mm. music, period. I love Brazilian jazz. Um, there's this German artist that so I discovered... Cultured. <laughs> that I discovered through um this colors if if you guys type in love by dean there's a colors um yeah on dpr also did text me on there um that whole list just play it just take their list and play it and you'll discover so many people from france from multiple african countries from mm -hmm. germany like this guy was a Pakistani German dude oh, and wow. his voice was so freaking beautiful I had to look him up and oh, it has to just capture me and like um you guys said it's the feeling you know yes. sometimes it's not necessarily what they're saying is how they're saying it and um let me backtrack to that boy bands okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love boy bands I love, love being able to have different personalities in a group um learning it, it, I learned a lot about myself based on the people that I like you know gravitate not, yeah gravitate towards because um in different groups I have I do have a type but I also like find something unique mm -hmm. about this person and like you wouldn't guess that's my bias you know? <laughs> so I really enjoy that I miss it from American culture and also <laughs> I know this sounds really weird but like now that I look back on our boy bands, they weren't yeah. boys. <laughs> they were man bands. They were man bands. No, they were literally man bands. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, BTS, when they started, those were boys. Bow Wow, yes. when he started, he was a boy. Yeah, he was leaving. But like, looking at NSYNC or New Edition, I'm like, boy bands maybe wasn't the right thing to call them. <laughs> yeah. Because now that I look at it, I'm like, oh, wow. Um... But I still love you, though. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and the same thing with girl groups. I do like girl groups. I love... Spice Girls. Um, yes. Oh, she's so... Spice Girls. I love... Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I was about to call them 7-Up. SWV? No. Which one? 7-Up? It, it was a TV show on uh, ABC. It was like... Oh, it was S Club. S Club. S -Club. S -Club. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. I fucking love that. <laughs> That is hilarious. I just love band because it's really it's really cool to see people work together and harmonize and like create a song and right and K-pop does that because it's, mm -hmm. it's their thing. That's what K-pop is. Um, so yeah, all of us do we listen to it frequently? Absolutely, but do we choose it over other things? No, no. absolutely not. <laughs> do you guys ever choose it over anything? 
Um, when you you mean like in life or like life. every now and then, periodically? <laughs> no, it periodically makes sense. Sometimes I just want to hear it. Yeah. But in life, never. I don't think I will ever get to the point where the only thing I listen to is K-pop. Yeah. I, don't think I can ever just K-pop. choose one genre and say this is all I'm ever listening to again. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think that that will be a sad, sad day. That's <laughs> like me choosing one group and saying this is all I'm ever listening uh, to. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Uh, look at her throwing that shade. I see you. Oh, yeah. That no, was, right? Okay, no, 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 no. That was not shade. That was just me <laughs> saying <laughs> I couldn't that pick just one group. <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> oh. It was hot out here, but it's cool now. It's cool now. Anyways. (laughs) So, So, um, I keep imagining, like, Kermit with his mug. Yo, (laughs) Actually, I bought a hat with Kermit. Never mind. I'm not going to. Damn. Can I have it? Can I wear it? No, absolutely not. Okay, Okay, Not have it, but, like, try it on. Oh, (laughs) no. She said, I don't want to have it. I just want to try it. Like, like then take it. it and never give it back. I don't know okay. what your scout been. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you rude. Okay, I am. I'm mad rude. You know what? It's fine. It's fine. We're fine. <laughs> you love um, me. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> I was just thinking, the girl who was interviewed is mm-hmm. way younger than us, right? Way. Younger. I mean, no, she's just a little younger. She's a little oh, way younger. younger. I go from a little to way. Come just on, a pinch Brush. younger than us. <laughs> We're going to oh, age. Ladies don't reveal their age. Okay? Yes. Yes. We're yeah. not revealing that we are in a realm that might be different from. Bro, I'm 27. <laughs> what? You got a problem with it? Come find me. I am the I, I am know. the unofficial magnet. I, I am meaning the I'm all this shit. Um, <laughs> think about that, y'all. She's I'm, the I'm the magnet. And she's 27. I, I'm old as shit. I'm I'm dust basically. Okay, so this is this is literally what I am, right? This is what this is what I am. Right. I'm that that milk on the show that got like two more days to go. So like you're looking at it, right? You're looking at it and you're like, yo, I really want to smoke this the last one. I'm but damn, it's only two days. And you know you gotta cook it. <laughs> you gotta throw it away. You just gotta cook it. You gotta hurry up and do it, boy. It's just gonna go bad. For real. You, you just got to drink it all. You got to drink it all. Very last drop. Two days. You got to get that good cereal and make sure you're going to have it with every meal. That's it. <laughs> I'd like to say, though, although I am the maknae, she yeah. looks younger than me. So yeah. Not even it don't matter. Yeah. I'd rather I don't know younger. how it happens. Unofficial, I don't know. Yes. I, mean, I don't know, Jay. I can't wait for Jay to share his his youth his founding of youth story with me and his remedy, <laughs> but I feel like like we're there. Your fountain of youth yes, story. With I, like I mean, where yours is. yes or no? Yes and no because he looked young and shit too, and I know he be he he drank something. There's some type of mm-hmm. Asian medicine that he taking because I'm I just want in on it so that I don't lose it, you know? Because the black don't crack and the Asian don't raise it. You know? Oh my god! You no, know, okay. it doesn't. Raise it. I have um, nothing to do. But since since we are okay, in this about age. Yes, okay. since we are in this whole thought process. <laughs> when it comes to K pop, how mm-hmm. do you feel about it based on our age? Like if you're too old, are you are you ever too old to say K pop? I've never heard anybody say that to me yeah. personally. Yeah. I yeah. mean I've come into encounter with that once. 
Really? Where these younger, I'm not going to say all younger, but these specific mm-hmm. younger fans told me I was too young to, or I was too old to like BTS. No, you were too what? young. You were infant. Marie. I was, I was told I was too young to like <laughs> BTS. Or too, I keep saying young. I was too old. I was because too you old better to say like young. BTS. And, um, yes. I, I might have responded with a comment that we will not say here. Damn, you just, cursed them out? She I cursed not the little babies out. out. She, she cussed them out. I had a very good comeback. Yes. And we'll oh, discuss this off Basically air. her saying, we will discuss fuck this you, pay me. <laughs> Anyways, we'll discuss this off of the podcast. But, That's hilarious. Um, no, but I feel like the way that they market K-pop in America right now, mm-hmm. um, they're forgetting that music grows as you grow. Yes. Yeah. So, well... I don't know. I feel like in America, they leave it a little bit more open. And I say that because a lot of the groups have been on late night television. And, you know, these little kids ain't supposed to be up watching late night television. But they're trying to market them, I feel like, for the for adults to see what they're about. Yeah, but when I they talk so about too. fans, they always talk about, oh, these teenagers. Please, these but that's what does come out. Like, think, no, about, think it. about it. Think about it. The oh. moms. Did you see the one where the moms got to meet BTS but not the daughters? Yes. <laughs> I love that. But think about it. Their daughters were high schoolers, middle schoolers. So they chose the moms, like, for probably for legality reasons. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But there's so many. I've met so many fans that are much older. And not just saying, oh, going to a hip-hop concert and they're older. No. Like, I've met Agassi fans that (laughs) are in their 30s or 40s married. Like. They everybody love like once you fall in love with something, it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't right. make sense yes. to me yeah. when people get upset for you being the same age as the group that you stand, but you're too old. That Just doesn't make any they sense. Look younger, like that was my biggest thing. I think I complained because I was like, Jin is literally my. He's a ninety two. He's my line. Like he is my right. year. But you're telling me I'm too. So does that mean he's too old to like his music? <laughs> right like how do you how do you rationalize this like you need to think first of all a lot of fans who use ageism as an excuse to exclude a community um you wouldn't know about bts if it wasn't for your older fans yes because if you think about it tell them if tell you them. think about it come, come, yes coming up no, I'm not snapping i'm just saying okay i'm just saying that if I didn't listen to BTS, if I didn't even give them the time back in the day before they became wh- what they are now, they would not be here because their fan base would not have grown if they stuck to just little people, like younger ages. So even though they're 25, 24, 23, but their age group is still 15, how does that make any sense? So I mean to tell me when you were 15 and you started listening to BTS in 2015, right Mm -hmm. and then now it's 2019 you're a little bit older so that means you can't listen to them anymore because you're older Mm -hmm. i mean like doesn't make sense come on it doesn't make sense and even i think i don't get why you can't be older and just enjoy the music like it doesn't matter how old you are people will be wearing shirts agassi grandma yeah out there ready (laughs) repping in their in their 70s their 80s it's like yes and they'd be sitting there with the best of them, having their signs up, watching the, ha- uh, watching the show, having their uh, posters and everything. Like, are yeah. you gonna tell them, "I'm sorry, ma'am, you are too old to stand up"? <laughs> I'm gonna. Which makes you. no sense. Yeah. Like, n- no one's told you. Like, let's say, for instance, um, let's take the Beatles. Mm. Oh, you're too young to listen to the Beatles. Yeah, what? yeah. 
What? <laughs> and I think that's, I'm glad you brought up a different genre because I think it's important to note that with all genres of music, like it, it has, like you said, it's timeless. Like, especially yeah. for like classics and things like yeah. you think an older person isn't letting their grandbabies and stuff like that listen to like this, this, oh, listen to this music. It was from this time. And sometimes it's cool like to hear that stuff and to like go back and like take trips back and be like, wow. This this is different. Like this you is music. They do. Right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's the same. Oh, it's also your parents can fall in love with something that you fall in love with. Mm-hmm. So if you're, you know, like eighteen, and you come into the house one day and you're listening to I don't know Monster X, mm-hmm. and your mom's like, "Wow, yeah, what is that?" My sister's like, always. I've been been trying to tell you, it's K-pop. Yeah, yeah. You can connect on that level by loving this group together, like. Yeah. They, you don't own them. <laughs> your age group does not define them either. If your parents yeah. love them with you, they will be more inclined to take you to these concerts. So yeah. why are you not? Yeah. And they don't with the money. Love? They sure. got the big bucks. Now there's a catch twenty two, because there are older people who do look down on people of the same age listening to this as well. Which saying, is weird. Why would you listen to that? That's for babies. Or why would you listen to that? That's for younger people. Like it doesn't make sense. Like it. it why? Why are you restricting music to age? It, right. Music has always been timeless. That's why that has been our entertainment of choice for centuries. <laughs> <laughs> music brings people together. It, it really boosts does. your mood. It solidifies your mood. It it makes you feel when you can't feel in any other way. Exactly. Right. Like so deep as fuck. Yo, yo, I I, I thought about it for a moment. I was like, whoa. Whoa. (laughs) But yeah, so like be aware, um, younger and older fans, when you're talking about age, Mm -hmm. don't be, you know, so prude and be like, well, I haven't listened to BTS since 2009 before they were even BTS. Like, (laughs) relax. And don't be like, well, you're too old because you're 27 and I'm... 15 and it's the age group that they're catering to not really <laughs> it's so, really not yeah it's everything it really isn't it, i love it, what the girl said in the article not not to cut you off sorry, go ahead, go ahead. uh when she said um mentality for acceptance of new things is, yeah. is what really matters like yes. that's huge that she said that because it makes you really think about the fact that yeah. a lot of people do a lot of people are like closed-minded about mm-hmm. stuff so to see like when BTS was on SNL and there was like people's parents and and calling them up like, hey, I saw that that K-pop. I heard band. your boys I heard on you talk about. I saw your boys on on the yeah, like imagine. I was like, what? I know, right? And that's amazing though because it's just like it. If even if it was somebody that did not care and wasn't not wasn't checking for it you can't like deny their talent and you can't deny like how much work and work they obviously put into like performing and dancing and being happy and, and joyful on the stage like like you you open your mind up to that and it's just like hmm, maybe this is something i would check your out mind up to k-pop you can open your mind up for other ages liking it too. exactly period period point blank that yeah. kind of moves into like the next question that we kind of remixed and uh, what's the biggest misconception about K-pop that you've heard that someone said to you? Like, aren't they this? Mm-hmm. They aren't, do they, that? aren't they only for teenage girls? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's not go back to the age stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what is um, 
let's start with you, Marie. Yeah. What is something, your biggest question that you've been asked as a misconception? There are a lot of them. Yes. Um, but w- the one I will say is, aren't they all gay? Oh, wow. I've gotten that more than you would think. And not all of them are, like, in a harmful, like, aren't they gay? It yeah. just really is, like, because I think they are so, um, not, uh, what's what's the word called? Not uh, heterosexual. What When they just look good. Sexual? Yeah, metro. metro. Yeah, metro because metro. I believe they're a metro, so they're very good looking. They take care of themselves. They, their appearance is important. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. come off because they are so attractive as gay to mm-hmm. some people. And mm-hmm. when the person asked me this the last time, he wasn't saying it in a bad way at all. He was actually saying he saw them on SNL. He goes, um, aren't they all gay? Because I heard what? that you have a crush on one of them. Like, aren't they all gay? I was like, no, they're not. And I explained it. He goes, oh, okay, so they're metro. That makes sense. And so that's the that's easiest so way to explain it. And so some people mm-hmm. aren't saying it in like a harmful way, but that is, a, I think, a misconception because they do take such good care of themselves. Mm-hmm. But as we all know, they're not all gay. Some of them might be. Some of them might be bi, pan, gay. Just, Y'all we live don't your even best know. Life. <laughs> Y'all live your best life. As long as you are happy, we are happy. But mm-hmm. I can tell you 100% they are not all gay. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And that kind of plays on my answer, too, because to me, the, the main thing I've heard is just like, why are they so pretty? Like, why do they have all makeup? Why is that a thing? Like, why do they have to look so like flawless? And I'm like, are you serious? You think Beyonce don't put off her city? Like, yes, you know, like she gets that hair, that nails, all of the like, outfits done. Like, why can't they do the same? And it's like, oh, but why do they have to look so girly? Like, are they like, did, I guess it does sometimes go back to the gay part. And I'm like, or, or I guess feelings like when you watch them, you're supposed to feel gay. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like wow, well, that's I mean, like, that doesn't make inner, that's right? some inner. <laughs> well, that's some inner deeper stuff. If you exactly, feel like, yeah, when you you look at exactly. I was just like, wait, but what? Like, <laughs> that doesn't saying, make... you may want to think about that. Like if, if, if you're having feelings, there's <laughs> like, no problem. Trust me. Or be like, let me let me be your. I'll be his temporary therapist and be like, so tell me what you're really feeling here if um if you're getting warm, bubbly feelings from uh watching Cocoa Pop. <laughs> like, you know, like what's what's going on? It was, it was it was specifically that video. He's just like, Why are they so pretty? Like, why is it so like and I'm like, Well, like, that's how they wanna be. It know? also goes to people's definition of like attractiveness and what is mm-hmm. pretty, because what mm-hmm. here might be oh, that's not masculine. In right. Korea, they see that as very masculine, like that's yeah. just how they are, and things are just perceived differently in our. Well, I don't think it's like a a, a a masculinity thing. I think it's just like you kind of do what you want to do, and it's not judged based uh, based on your gender identity mm. or your sexual identity. Like if a guy wears a pink shirt, he wears a pink shirt. It's not yeah. necessarily because he's a K-pop idol; he has to wear makeup. There's there's some people in Korea that wear it, and they're they have nothing to do with the idol world and no one's talking about like why do you wear makeup right. you're not an idol like yeah. but you know that's <laughs> our it's also our generalization because you never know we could go there and people be like um no we don't wear makeup yeah, yeah. you yeah. know i would definitely say as far as western culture goes it with a lot of I guess back and forth about masculinity and what mm-hmm. that means and what mm-hmm. it is and also like gay pride and the LGBT community like things like that that come up that where people tend to like where the subject of masculinity comes up then it's just like oh why do they look like that or why do they have to look like that and it's just like does it matter like oh it's like asking someone 
it's like asking me, like, why do I have to wear my hair short or something? And it's just like, they just want to let them live. Like, I don't know what you're asking best me. Life. I know, right? I'm like, what are you asking me? Like, I don't ask you why you wear Jordans all the time or like, you know, like, why, <laughs> why do you wear Jordans? Like, I'm not asking you that type of stuff. So what do you mean? It's weird. Okay, so for me, I have a lot because I've seen oh, a lot. But yes. one of the things that I've noticed that newer fans, and this is not even people, um, sorry, this is not even people who aren't into K-pop. Mm-hmm. Newer fans see, you know, the flashiness and, you know, all the, the production value and the clothes they wear and stuff like that. And they're like, mm-hmm. wow, they must all be rich. No. <laughs> not at all <laughs> so um if i can find the article i will but there was an article talking about how how do you um idols get paid mm, i saw that one. Yes. yeah so it might be like a new one out but the one that i saw was talking about if you're not in the big three at the time um was not BTS in this. YG right. was not in trouble. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you weren't in the big scandal, like the top five, um, so like Starship or maybe even Jellyfish, you had to pay your your company back for the price they paid for your debut before mm-hmm. you actually earned a livable wage. So it could also be a case where there were groups that were in companies that didn't have the money to really put on even a concert so the guys had to put the money together their own money together working side jobs to pay for their own concerts to make more money and get that exposure um i think people forget that sometimes concerts are not about money for the artists they're actually just to get more fans they may not make a profit on what they do but the more fans that get eyes on their merch then more people buy their merch and it digs them out the hole um, I think that's why their contract terms are sometimes are so long because it takes them so long, even if that, yeah. to actually make up the money that people have paid for their, de- their debut. Um, I know last year when we, me and Marie were watching, was it Produce 101 or Producer 101, Producer which 101. is the Chinese mm-hmm. version? Yeah. Um, Kai, he was going on a legal battle with a company that used them. And then when he broke his contract, they like tripled the fee to get out of the contract because he didn't make the money back during his time with the company. And I'm like, the the money that they were asking for was ridiculous versus what actually the product was. And they were like sometimes scamming these idols. So Mm. when people see all this flash and you can rent, literally look up rent the runway. You can rent these looks. You can rent. Yo, oh, I need some no. looks to rent. No, I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> if you want to wear Bessie Johnson, but you ain't got Bessie Johnson money, you're in the most expensive line. Yeah. You can go to rent the runway and rent it for your event and just give it back. That's nice. it. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with these videos. They rent this jewelry. They rent their clothes. Uh, unless it's at the point where a BTS, where they can afford it. But even then, they may even still rent their stuff. They don't need right. half of it. I feel like for some of them, though, when they get big enough, like BTS, I think they just give it to them because it's good advertising for the company. Even GOT7, I know Bam Bam, some of his stuff they give because if it's on Bam Bam, other people are going to want it. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that, but I'm just saying, like, if they're doing a performance on stage and they're wearing a, a really pricey $500 shirt, that's probably rented. Like, celebrities that go to these balls, they're not buying these gowns, you guys. <laughs> Where are they going to put it? 
when it comes to the breakdown like you were talking about starship pays their artists the most mm. and they are the best group for that the worst group however is sm yes the worst the company breakdown. is SM. yeah because the breakdown for starship right now is the artist gets 80% when it comes to physical sales and the company only mm-hmm. gets 20%. That is the most out of all of the groups or mm-hmm. out of all of the companies right now. And very rare. Yes, it's very, add. very rare. Um, yeah. Then we have SM, who they get for physical sales, 95% goes to the agency and mm-hmm. then the other 5% goes to the artist. Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. You doing yeah. all this work as an artist and you only getting 5% of your profit? Oh, let's, but also let's, I, I know it's not enough in general, but SM, the sales for SM artists are well surpassing Starship. Yes. Like if you think about a, a lot of the top selling groups are from SM. And so I think that's why they have this business model because they're, their groups are more guaranteed. An NCT, a shiny, TVHQ is one of the. It's only, it's only two of them now, and they're still the one of the top three crazy, best selling. That's still a crazy difference. When most of the other companies are 50 50, 50, 50 you got some eighty yeah. twenty, but ninety five five. Like, yeah, that is a huge deficit difference between. It them. is, it is, but it's what they signed up for, and people have to also remember that, like. When they get into these contracts, especially when they read over these, like if you're over the age of 18 and you're reading over this and you just signed on the dotted line, that's on you. That is really on you. You guys have to remember a lot of them have adults that sign their contracts for them. That's on their parents to accept that for them. If their parents think it's good enough, then shit, ain't shit we can do about it. And the company will still continue to do what they do because people are still lining up at the front door to be a part of these groups that's true i will say though at least starship i'm gonna go ahead and give y'all props because that Mm -hmm. is the only company where the deficit is never against the artist that's really good the worst for them is a 50 50 split when it comes to events everything Mm -hmm. else it's 80 20 artists 80 20 artists 70 30 artists like the artist gets a majority of their profits which is great because at least you know that even if they don't make as much as maybe other companies like sm or yg or JYP, even though at this point I think they are making a they're making a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. They at least the artist is getting a majority of their profits. Just to name a couple of uh, misconceptions that we didn't go over, so you guys can kind of look them up yourself. Uh, a couple of things that I can think of off the top of my head: not all idols go into a company to be an idol. Some of them come to be actors. Some of them come to be a dancer. Some of them want to be a solo artist and end up being in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, not all idols will be, uh, or to me, I don't think all idols would be better off without their company. Like some people be like, oh, you know, they better leave their company and they'll do better on their own. You know how much money and work it takes to put all of this together? So you mean to tell me that the little money that they do have, they have to leave, start a company, potentially not be able to get their name back, start all over, figure out all the legal things that their their company already does for them behind the scenes, get a marketing team, get on these shows. Like it's That's it's a work, lot yeah. more work than what people think it is. Um, because they see people like Dean, but Dean's always been independent, you know, from he may I, I don't know if he's with the label now, but I'm saying like the way he works. 
is never how idols is going to work. Can't sing, use auto tune. Bruh. Look. Bruh. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Bruh. I, uh, yes. Do some of them do it sometimes? Yes. Do all of them? Absolutely not. Yes. And when, Absolutely not. And when you say that they can't sing live as well, like, oh, they're dancing, so they must not be singing. Nah. <laughs> Have you not heard them in their mics just <sighs> right. dancing sometimes? Like, yes. They, these boys can sing. These girls can sing. I don't know why people like to talk about that auto-tune stuff that much anyway, because their favorite artists use auto-tune as well. Like, half the time, it's to just clean up the vocals, not mm-hmm. not to just alter your voice completely. Yes, there is altering your voice completely. That's, that's a capability of auto-tune, mm-hmm. but it's not always for that. Like, sometimes it's just to clean it up. So, stop it. Share Barbara Streisand, all the people you love, mm-hmm. use it too. So, cut it out. Cut it. Um, art idols are not real artists. Stop it. Ugh. Stop it. Can we not? I actually was talking to my sister about this this morning. She didn't know about the um training stuff. She didn't know that they actually go to like through training to become, you know, these people. Like mm-hmm. if people, I think if people understood and knew that they go through such like grueling training, uh, uh, let me not make it sound so like negative but that they actually like go to like school it's almost like going to college but to become uh this kind of person like to mm-hmm. for this career yeah it's, it's like a doctor cool. and all of that like yeah they go and they train they work their butts off they their learn all this stuff of becoming an artist and idol is way harder than being one in the United yeah. States because exactly. we're not requiring someone to be training sometimes exactly. you're just naturally talented and that's good enough mm-hmm. which is an advantage for mm-hmm. Western artists because they can just come up and have a wonderful song yeah. and continue that momentum whereas idols you just never know one day you're like wow I'm really into history oh shit they, they're disbanding wait what <laughs> never mind. yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah. another one all idols do plastic surgery Bruh. no Mm, some no. of them are just naturally pretty just because yes. of how good they look does not yeah. mean that they have to have and plastic then, surgery and then I think what's interesting too is when you see somebody with certain features mm-hmm. and you're just like oh those features like can't be real they, it has to be plastic surgery like that's not true like there's so many different looks of people in different cultures yes. like stop being so closed minded like, like they just look like that Like, have you, have you heard of makeup Y'all no. know that can be wonders. <laughs> we be changing works people's faces. Wonders. Works but also, wonders. even if they do have surgeries, mm-hmm. some of the so. surgeries are not as big as what you think. They're not changing their entire face. It could yeah. be literally a small, like, um, I've seen people get a small shave on their chin, and I'm like, what was the point of that? I don't see the difference. Yeah, yeah. But for them, it makes a difference. And, like, we should not bash them for wanting to do these types of things, no. is mm-hmm. what I feel like. I like to say, um, if you had the money to get plastic surgery and you could, think about it. If you really could and you wanted something fixed, you're going to do it. Yeah, them I mean, do what they want to do. Like um, get them teeth fixed and call this them. This is the one that I really <laughs> <laughs> stop it. Like, like maybe somebody wanted to get their day grill fixed. Like, oh um, my god, I can't stay you. Yes, that's actually cosmetic sur- surgery. Exactly. So, you're right. Um, another one that I don't think people talk about enough as a misconception mm-hmm. is all idol members are close to each other. This Ooh. is not true because. What's a good example? Shit, man. Like, y'all are in a really good era of K-pop when it comes to not having too much drama. Mm, when I was coming up, there was some juicy stuff happening. 
I don't remember it was a girl group. I don't remember a lot of stuff happened with girl groups. There's a girl group where they clearly did not like each other. But when they got on stage, they performed. And when they disband, um, I don't oh, fuck. I need to go find this girl group. When they talked about it, uh like off camera or not yes. off camera, out of the group they were like explaining like yo she was actually a bully to me like okay Ooh. i felt afraid i couldn't do this or mm. there was um i'm gonna find it i'm gonna find some examples y'all because it was some juicy stuff with these groups and not actually being able to get along and oh, it wasn't wow. necessarily that they didn't want to it's just sometimes your voices may go well together. Your dancing is great, but your personalities will always clash. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you just won't get along with people. Um, I know that the ageism thing sometimes can get in the way. So if someone already doesn't like you and you make an accident in terms yeah. of like how you speak to them in regards to age, they're already like, oh, no, nah, fuck you. Like. I'm going to throw out the group, you know what I mean? And <laughs> that's for the person who also feels like the odd person out when they don't get along and not because they don't want to. Maybe they just don't have the social skills. Right, exactly. I was going to say that too. Like, you sometimes personalities just clash, and that's not, it's not necessarily anybody's fault. You do have to, like, learn how to be, I guess, cordial mm-hmm. and work with one another because you will be like living together and, and training together. But at the same time, like sometimes personalities just, just naturally clash like that. That happens. That's life. Right. And, and you basically just have what you have in the office, like a regular mm-hmm. office, a working relationship. You do it because it's your job. But as soon as the, the clock's off and you home in your bed, you'd be like, nah, fuck that. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Man, the last I'm one i <laughs> the last one I'll mention, there's so much work. The last one I'll mention is um, Idols Can't Act. Mm. Have y'all <sighs> seen Jin Young? Have y'all seen Kim? <laughs> Have y'all seen Zio? Zio yeah. is one of my favorite idol actors. He is yeah. so expressive. Everything he's in, he's just. Oh, he made me cry. Man. I'm upset. He made, he me, made cry. me cry. Wait, is it the drama I showed you? Yes. yes. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. My God, and that was the first time. I think that was his first role too. So I was just, I was done. I was done. I was done. I was okay. That's it. Throw hands up. I, de- I definitely think like okay there's there's some of the times that in certain videos or certain in certain videos mostly they're like overact and I get it yeah. like sometimes it's just yeah. like okay this is a little too dramatic or this is a little too cheesy for me mm-hmm. but you have to understand sometimes that's part of the charisma sometimes that's part of the charm sometimes that's just how they are and then at the same time when you're looking at newer groups they're still learning and coming into their their personality so they're still yeah. Yeah, when it comes stuff to out videos you, you kind of have to give them the benefit of doubt like they exactly. haven't grown into mm-hmm. their artistry yet yeah some of them start out really young so it takes some time for them yeah. to really like grow um figure out that personality or figure out the style yeah. that they want to portray or, or how they want to be so right it's it's so weird like people you got to take the time to get to know these kids yes, you know like know just, just get to know little fellas and gals you know <laughs> fellas and gals. <laughs> okay so okay these are really good, but I want to know from you guys, mm-hmm. what is the most recent question you've been asked when you mentioned that you're a K-pop fan? <laughs> I'm laughing because... The first... I will go first, man. My shit, man. <sighs> I feel like this is the most frequent and the most recent. Uh-huh. Why do you like those Chinese boys? 
Good lord. That's interesting. That Did is very... see my face? Yo, no, I believe you. I, you I can see the face. If you know that the it. meme of that little boy yelling, that's racist! That's all I think whenever I get asked that. That is literally it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is the most recent one. For me, what I say back is like, so do you listen to those Americans? Like what? Right. And they'll be like, oh, no, I'm just trying to say, I'm like, no, it's called K-pop. I don't know why you call it Chinese. I think it's being disrespectful to generalize. Okay. At least they could have been like, why do you listen to the Asian boys? Like, right, right, you give right. them at least the respect of being from uh, a whole ethnicity and not just Chinese. Right. And... That's, and then, like, when I call people out on it, like, okay, so I can listen to Latin music, but I can't listen to K-pop. And they're like, oh, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. And I'm like, because you're going to have to elaborate. Because mm-hmm. where are we going with this? It's the same thing to me. I don't fully understand Spanish or Portuguese or German, but I'll still listen to it because I like it. So it doesn't make sense. Why? Because it isn't a Latin language? That yeah. Stop. Do not. <laughs> if anybody ever says that to you, just be like, "Stop. Okay. That's racist," and walk away. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Let tell them about themselves real fast, and then yeah, tell them. Yeah, yeah. That's racist. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is just. Oh, you mean those BTS guys? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. It's always only that. Like I've. I haven't been asked much other stuff besides, oh, those BTS guys. And and I as much as like I appreciate BTS's work and mm-hmm. doing things mm-hmm. and how they're really out there and people are recognizing, I'm just like, yeah, BTS, but there's tons of other groups. There's a lot of other ones that I listen to and follow. If you like BTS, here's some more to look into. You know, like just there's right, more. Right. You know? Kind of direct them. It's not direct them to the right place. Yeah, mine is always. But you can't understand them. (laughs) It's not angerish. (laughs) Please see former questions about music being a language that just goes beyond language. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, those are the same people who be blasting. um, What was that Justin Bieber song? The, Which it, one? it was Spanish. Yes, they'd be blasting the song. Actually, like, I re- actually like, really See, don't like that song. I like the yeah, original I, version of the song. They played it too much. They just overplayed it. Oh, they overplayed it. it. Yeah, so they like, overplayed it. They had remixes. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like the original version of Despacito. Yeah. Um, but I'm I've like, never y'all can't. Oh, you should. It's great. Um, But I'm like, but y'all, y'all be blasting Despacito and singing along, and y'all don't speak Spanish. Exactly. You know, like, oh, and I love it when they're. I love it when they listen to like Caribbean music or like reggae, and you try right. to hear somebody sing this. Please stop, please. Oh, please. What he? What you mean? Uh, no, 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 no. no. Stop. <laughs> but they my brother. You be like, no, Wagwan, my you. No, no, no. It's no. It's no. It's no for us. Are they even speaking English? I've gotten that before, too. Like, are they even speaking English? And I'm like, yes, it's English. It's not. It's an accent. It's it's still English, though. It's broken. It's broken. It's it's different. It's slang, but uh, it's English. Relax. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so 
moving on, mm-hmm. and this this is one of the questions I've been asked or I actually thought about and mm-hmm. I've never been asked and I always wished I was asked, asked this. Right. Is how do you feel about the commercialization in America of K-pop? For me, I hate it. I hate, I absolutely, I think it's worse than ever. Okay. <laughs> because they are using these groups for the views yeah. and they're not, and a lot of places aren't doing their research and they're also yeah. generalizing the K-pop audience and they're, it, it's just like, it's really weird because it's like. Explain to us what you mean well, to the people that may not know. Well, okay, well, okay. Yeah, Give tell us about history. that topic. So I know what you're talking about. But you yeah, given my history with K-pop. <laughs> There's been, you know, the little bubbles, as we would say, even K-dramas, there's been bubbles. Mm -hmm. And I've never felt, because it's never been on a stage where it's on your TV all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Where someone was being disrespectful to the groups, to the fandom, um, making generalizations on their own without asking an intern, someone Googling something like... Right, right. are right there. You can find out this information like seconds away from your fingertips mm-hmm. and i just feel like they're just like you know what we need views um bts is going to be in town it's up it's up it's those asian boys right okay let's get them on the show <laughs> you know? um i feel like the late night hosts do a lot better job yes um, yes because they they're required to do their research or they'll look crazy right um, the writers are like no let's let's make sure that we have and then also um even more than the talk shows when for example jackson did radio shows yes even better mm-hmm. more yes. intimate they feel more relaxed um and, and they're like asking the questions now for radio shows before not so much but i feel like now they really are talking more about the music yes and, and, but it's those real radio shows i'm not talking about um what is the E Entertainment and oh, their yeah, radio? No, I'm talking about like CMT. the legitimate radio yeah. shows. They yeah. really care about the music. I know yeah. the one over here local is 99.7, and Big Reed is the guy who does them. And he yeah. asks, like, he he'll do lives before he meets them. Like he was meeting NCT. He's like, all right, you guys, like, I need some questions. I got um the NCT. The person's gonna be over here, and they're gonna be training me. It was just literally a fan who was gonna tell him the history of NCT, so he knew. But he was like, right. well, what questions should I be asking? Who should I be looking out for? Like you. You guys send me some information so i know like do your research and that was the research like he had he like, i'm gonna have a fan here hard. it's not really it's like yeah, how it's hard. Really this not. is your job do your job if you heard my unk popular opinion last week yes i'm saying um warning <laughs> shows we're disappointed in <laughs> oh we God. have to say well not all of them not, not all, all of them but but some but some, if, but, but the one if... for Got Seven for last year's Eyes on You tour, mm-hmm. where they were being inter- uh, interviewed by the two ladies, mm-hmm. yeah, it was fun. I mean, clearly they didn't know, but it didn't seem like they purposely was like, "I'm gonna say this because I feel this way." It was more like, "We've done some research, but I don't think we've done enough to read. enough, right?" right. And, it, and it didn't feel like it was disrespectful. Whereas, um, not everybody's a, a Got Seven where Gotham will take over the interview right and make it better because some groups are are really new or not even just new not used to speaking to an american audience so 
and some of the demeanor of the questions will be a little jarring, like asking about, do you have friends? Exactly. Mm -hmm. They're not used to that because that's not what happens in their country. But here it's kind of like, we're more, I don't want to call us forward. A little though, we're we're a little abrasive. (laughs) We're, 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 we ask the question, a lot of American shows ask questions that, K-pop fans really want to know, but we know they're not going to answer them, even in yeah. an American setting. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's kind of cool in a way that they still ask it anyway, like Ellen asking it to BTS. Like, I'm still going to ask y'all. But... I know y'all ain't going to answer it, but I'm still going to ask y'all. <laughs> to, make it feel aw- to make them feel awkward. Like, yes. some people do that on purpose. Late Night right. Show does that too. They'll ask right. them, like, stuff to get to get a reaction out of them, because yeah. that's what late-night television is for, yeah. is for mm-hmm. the laughing and the, ooh, let's say this. What kind of what kind of smart comment will you say? And I love it when they have good comebacks. Oh, yes. my goodness. Yes. I love it when, when they make us proud and they just say something, like, that you didn't think, you didn't they expect, and you're just like, wait, <laughs> I love that. I love it. God7 is very notorious for that. Yes, they are. Um, and they their are. looks. That's the yes, thing the faces, the Ugh. faces. I am from Monster X is starting to do that more yes, and more I too. I'm very proud of some of his reactions to people. <laughs> I'm just like, listen, I love y'all. This is why I don't think. I think if these American stations, mm-hmm. TV shows, want to make more off of this K-pop wave that they're deeming is not permanent, right? If they do their research. Mm-hmm. and then make people watch the show, more people will retweet it, will watch it on YouTube, be like, this is how you do an interview, and it will get you more views and right. more clicks, more dollars on the, you know, cents on a dollar. Like, if you really want to make that money off of K-pop, be smart about what you're saying. Right. Because trust me, like, when you mess up, you oh. that will go viral oh. very, very quickly. <laughs> and not in a good way. You could lose your job. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can lose respect for the station. I can yeah. tell you that that TV station that said that to Johnny that went Ooh. viral, and that didn't just go viral with the uh, N citizen, NC citizens, NCT citizens, mm-hmm. it or netizens, netizens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't just go viral with the netizens. That went viral with Army. That went viral with Agassi. That went viral yeah. with Once. That went that went viral with every fandom because they're like, and they were bringing that. You know, this might not be my fandom, but this was disrespectful as fuck. Yeah. Right. It's I, I, maybe too a remedy would be to just focus on the music. Just focus on the music. Like, stop asking other stuff that y'all ain't got no dancing. asking. <laughs> I mean, that makes me laugh, and it makes them laugh. You know, the idols are laughing. Like, what I know, doing? but yo, man, it hurts my heart when they make these old, not uncoordinated people try to do these dances. Do the, like, be like, show us. Yeah, because it's like the the black guy. I can't remember what he's on. He's Straight from hand? LA. Maybe oh, yes. Jimin's Jimin's man. Jimin loves him. That's his best friend. It might be, but he um he does he does like he did NCT. He did the dance very well. Like yeah. if you want to yeah. do yeah. dances, do do it with a host that has the ability. <laughs> do it with people that have rhythm. And yeah. rhythm. I mean, Jimmy Fallon did it. Jimmy Fallon did it with BTS. I was very proud right. of him. Jimmy Fallon is a performer. Okay, yeah, exactly. Like, it's 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 comedy comedy don't do it. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon is a lot of things. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> But, but yeah, I think so, the comedy, you know, you got to yeah. be able to put some dancing in there when you're doing that kind of stuff. So Speaking of commercializing, real quick, side side question. Yes. yes. Do you think it would be, I don't want to say a big hit, but like a modest success if we were to have a K-pop show here, like dedicated for them to come 
when they're in the U.S. I think it would be to come and talk about uh, yeah. The, the the stage that we're going into where, okay, it's not just BTS that's popping up. It's these other yeah. bands that people don't yeah. know about. I yeah. actually think it would be super beneficial for right now, especially because mm-hmm. yes, BTS is like the main, the main people that, the main group that people know but about. they left. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they, they be coming back. And then yeah, and people remember their performances so well just because like, Nobody, I don't think anybody else has done SNL since then. So it'll be like, okay, those kind of shows where you don't mm-hmm. usually see them. It'll be so interesting to have like a so one K pop show on like a music <laughs> network where it's just like, hey, like, you know, check out this band, check out that band. And yeah. especially for the newer bands coming up, the ones that need the the more fan base, more yeah. like connection with, with more people to, to make the money, you know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Be really no, I think cool. it would be really cool to have a, um, like, what was it, after school club type show? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, that would be really cool. I, I actually imagine it kind of looking like a TRL kind of set, but like different. Oh. Yeah. Imagine. Oh. Oh, somebody's gonna jump on it. Okay, um, do uh, K pop artists have to look a certain way to qualify as a K pop artist? Yes Uh, and no. Okay, why? Why? Because there are certain artists that I feel like don't qualify in the traditional K pop stance. And we will use my bias for this example. So Namjoon, I don't think is oh, your God. typical, you know, <laughs> yes. because this is this is a correct comparison because a lot of people think Namjoon is unattractive. At least before he got as big as they are now, yeah. they thought he was very mm-hmm. unattractive. So as a K-pop idol, I don't think he had that traditional look for what a K-pop idol would have looked like or should have. Mm, let me Johnny. put it in a different light. Yeah, let me put. I know I get what you're going with it, but I was thinking. Yesterday we have found those girls who weren't a uh-huh. traditional. Ooh, do, do they look like ratchet. K-pop artists to you? <laughs> they don't look like traditional K-pop artists, right? I, and I'm yeah, going to but... use it as traditional. Okay. If you thought of a traditional yeah. K-pop artist, like what a K-pop artist is supposed to look like, no, mm-hmm. I don't think they qualified. Hmm. Uh, I, uh, I guess for me, someone that's a little bit um, more recent to the world, mm-hmm. what would what would a traditional K-pop artist look like? Like, what 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 can we say instead of like showing people? Like, what can we say about that? Like, what what is that look? When I just do you want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? No, no, go ahead. When I think of a K-pop artist, when it comes to a girl, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of somebody who is very slender. Okay. Somebody who, depending on the look, has either really long, straight, pretty hair or really short, straight, pretty hair. Their okay. face is their eyes are really big. Mm-hmm. their skin is very clear yeah. and like when you see their body like how you would think a barbie would look kind of like an ideal huh. person, like, their body is like that perfect body that every girl wants for the huh. small type of body hmm. um, and she even though she's with makeup it's not natural she looks naturally flawless without trying oh. too hard like mm. i think that's how it's the very girl next door but yeah. they can make her sexy or they can make her yeah. cute, like, and even I'm saying like a Barbie, like they can make her the way that they want to make her look. Right. So you were saying that traditional K-pop artists are blank canvases. Blank canvases that are very beautiful blank canvases. Yeah. <laughs> like They're a beautiful, blank. flawless. <laughs> like <laughs> you can you can mold them either way, and no matter what you put them in, even if you try to make them look bad, they'll still look mm-hmm. good. 
Yeah. Huh. That's cool. That's valid. Yeah. What would you say, Tammy? Oh, me? Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> what would I say? I, I think I agree with Marie, um, but I also think it's more of like, they're looking for people who will become that. Because mm. um, if you think about pictures of pre-debut and stuff right. like that, right? Uh, these companies have been very good, especially the top ones, very good at finding who works best, right? Transform them because they don't start off looking that way. Right. I, I don't know. think anybody ever starts off. No, I mean, some way. of them do. Some of them do come in a company polished, mm. but the ones that don't, how do you get a if we're going to use BTS as the example, J-Hope to where he is. Mm. I don't... If you see his pre-debut picture and you see him now, you're like, how did they transform him? They're looking for people who can do that transformation. Mm. And a part of it has to be willingness to transform. Because if you think about it, let's think about America's Next Top Model. Okay. The episode that they have to do the hair. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're not willing to go through that transformation, you're not ready to become a model, right? Right. So I think it's also a mindset. Like, if you want to be an idol, you have to learn to be in that mindset to be an idol. I feel okay. like it's one of the things they train to be. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's you, you know, over there. You're, <laughs> you're J-Bum, but we need you to be JB. How mm-hmm. do we get from J-Bum to JB? Huh, interesting. And so a lot of people may think they're able to do that, but in combination with Marie saying you have to be a beautiful big blank canvas. Yeah. Um for women and for guys, you have to be a malleable blank. Canvas. Oh, I like that we word. Have to make Cuz I was thinking it's sexy. She said malleable. I was like, yes. Yeah. Well, cuz if you think about it, the girls when you look at pre-debut for girls, they all are are beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know? There isn't much they have to do. It's other things that they have to train in. But for guys, there's more variety in faces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so how do how does the company say, you know what, Johnny? I think we can we can work with you on this. Like, what is that if factor? And right, right. Hip hop companies have been doing it for so long; they know what it is. Because you can, even in our real life, like in America, we don't. When someone becomes famous. Yeah, maybe their first song they're not polished because they right, got money. Right. But as soon as they got money, ugh, yeah, they're they're doing a transformation. So when you mm-hmm. think about their first song versus their last song, if you even let's take Cardi B for instance, take her from her first song to what she's doing now, yeah. being at the Met Gala, yes. the the type of music videos that she's doing, that's she was malleable. She was able to take her and say, yes, you can change me. And upgrade me mm-hmm. to make me a better artist. The difference yeah. between America and and Korea or Asian entertainment it's is more up to the company to define the style, which mm-hmm. is sometimes unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's one thing that was is interesting. It's it's more or less the look they want to give them. You know, not necessarily something that you just kind of form or fall into or 
is molded around you. It's just like, all right, this is the look we want you to have maybe this time or this this comeback. And we want yeah. you all to wear pink dresses and right. have blonde hair. They don't really have <laughs> and their right. choices. Since, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. since we're kind of on the topic and we're comparing kind of how the girls have to come out and the guys have to come out. Ooh. When yeah. it comes to female K-pop groups, what makes them so different from their male K-pop groups when it comes to not just their looks, but their concepts, their music, like, how would you differentiate them? Uh, I'd like to go. I think there's a very, uh, I think, I don't know if this has been going on for the whole history of K-pop, but I feel like it's been very much like the girls is more pressure on the girls to look more cute or to to have Mm -hmm. like this, this whole shy, like, Mm -hmm. you know, innocence about them. And Mm -hmm. I don't know when Tandy, I love that Tandy likes to inform me, especially about like girl groups oh, from, both of us. from okay. the past both of us yes girl <laughs> yeah. groups from the past they used to be to me i saw a lot of like sexiness like more sexiness than i see now and mm-hmm. to me i i don't see just sexiness as though you know they're trying to be whorish or whatever like i see it as confidence i see mm-hmm. it as look at me um mm-hmm. I, I have power you know basically yeah, yeah. And this, th- that's i think the narrative we need to have nowadays and when they just kind of keep these kind of like cute concepts going, these bubbly cute concepts without, is it not necessarily exuding confidence or it not yeah. exuding power or or being a business type woman, but having your issues. Not issue necessarily saying you can't do it because yeah. you like it. It's just, it's so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going back to what you said, like older groups, also to me, I think mm-hmm. that older groups had more variety in the type of woman that they choose. I like that you say that too. We're going to take 21, for example. None of them look the same. Right. Not even their body type. Not even their tone of skin. Right. Love it. And yeah, same thing with Wonder Girls. Same thing with Tiara, Sistar. All of those older groups, I just remember looking at them, even for a minute. We just posted about four minutes. They don't None of them look alike. Yeah, yeah. Aspects, and I feel like as time progressed, they're like, "Oh, we need more of the same." And then they switched it with the guys. I mean, the guys have always been different with the looks. It's it's really I don't know why it's harder to have guys look more the same than the girls, but yeah, I think they left guys transform a little bit more mm-hmm. than female groups. And I feel like they were like, "Oh, this works with female groups. Let's stick to this." But then they're neglecting a market that was really into what the 20 what 20, 2008 to 2014 era of k-pop girl group yeah. 2015 yeah it was just like a it was so much variety in the yeah. type of song that is put out i'm not saying you can't listen to the album and like their whole album is like whoa this is amazing mm-hmm. when you got a title track that's always cutesy it's like well i'm expecting their album to be like this because they never show us something different mm. and that's why i to promote luna because on the surface when you look at luna you're like wow there's so many of them they look the same but we, literally when you have all the pictures side by side they're mm. really different looking girls they also have right. two different voices their album is is composed differently than um yeah a lot of the main girl groups and it's interesting because whoever thought of the concept for luna i would like to thank them yeah (laughs) and i hope that they continue to make more girl groups because we need to continue having that variety because exit is uh two of their members leaving yeah or exid um 
so then there's that group and they were very unique all right. of them were totally different different sizes yeah okay they're probably gonna disband who else like who really really like embodies different types Dude, of diversity mama mo yeah. i would say mama mo yeah mama mo but that's the older group yeah that's true you know what i'm saying like the newer ones that are coming out um they have different styles when it comes to the stylists yeah them and then they'll give you different color hair okay uh barely any eyeliner barely any eyeshadow (laughs) pink lip a dash of um blush my hair straight (laughs) i'm gonna have color and (laughs) you know um i think wacky manky is another group that visually they all look different but they still have that bubbly um Right, the the yeah. vibe to it, yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel like when it came to guy groups, when they when they did try to make guy groups look different, especially um, some years back, they would put all of them in like the same color hair, like they would all be blonde for no reason. And it's just like, why are you doing this? Why is this necessary? Because it looked so, it stood out so much. <laughs> it did. It did. All these different faces pop up from under the same blonde hairstyle, and it's just like, please stop, don't do that. <laughs> I think I'm having an issue with boy groups now Mm -hmm. copycatting off of each other. Uh, uh I feel like, oh, this works. Let's go. Yeah, let's just do this. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and I don't, I don't feel like that's happening with girl groups. I I feel like girl groups already went past the musical copycatting phase. Yeah. And they're now at just like their their look. Yeah. And guys yeah. are musical copycatting where their looks different, but it they're trying. I I really love Wits. I'm really I'm ready to yeah. see them. But when they debuted, <laughs> you know, I yeah. video yet. Yeah. But when they debuted, like the stuff activities I saw outside of their music video, mm-hmm. it kind of reminded me of '80s. And I'm like, was this intentional? Was this always the plan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or and their song choices from that teaser that we saw yeah very quick one it wasn't the sound i thought they were gonna go with after watching mm. their pre-debut work yeah so huh. I, I still stand wits though let me not oh, let me, yeah. still stand wits got the album and everything wits. okay it's just, <laughs> it wasn't what i was expecting right but i still haven't listened to their album so i need to listen before i can actually give my review mm. and then i think we're on even bands are kind yeah. of a little generic now. Too. Yeah, yeah, I, I um, agree. Day six is always going to be very different. The Rose has been very different. If you guys never heard of Bursters, Bursters is very different. It's a very, it's much more metal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that then, one, beat, ooh, that one, beat, they, they were quite different. <laughs> I was very um, proud of that. I was yeah, like, oh um, yeah, yeah. One we is different. Mm-hmm. Um. Was it not? There was another group we were listening to. FT Island. Oh no, flying. And mm, flying. And flying. And flying. I don't. I think they're just. I don't think their sound is theirs. Mm. It mm. seems very manufactured. I feel like mm. I'm missing some a little bit of soul that I see in a day six that I see in one we, um, that they're not. I guess I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I think they're trying to push them into being a K-pop group, but they're not because they're they're banned. Right. 
it's just really weird. I think um, both male and female groups have issues when it comes to identification. Yeah. Making sure that they stand out, but at the same time, don't go so far out Yeah, nobody's listening. Um, yeah. Would you say it has more to do with the different looks that they try to do for comebacks and stuff? Or would you say, like, know. sometimes they push it a little hard and it's just, like, almost everything? Sometimes they, they do it a little hard because the, com- yeah. the comeback is supposed to be, like, they're, they're out of their element. Mm. But I wish they would take notes from yeah. all the comebacks yeah. and be like, mm, that didn't work. <laughs> Let's try it again. Let's go to the drawing board. Maybe we should tweak our next comeback to be more of the sound and mm-hmm. then find it and stay in it. You know, mm-hmm. you don't listen to Beyonce for um, heavy metal. You know, <laughs> that, that doesn't, she's not, Beyonce's not going to try heavy metal because that doesn't work for her yeah. sound. Yeah, so yeah. She yeah. may lean into pop. She may lean into country. She, may le- she leans into R&B. She leans into a little bit of other things. Yeah. It makes sense for her style, her vocals, her, the, the vision that they have for her. I feel like sometimes they have the vision for the debut, but mm-hmm. what happens after that? Right. Mm-hmm. You that know? Mm-hmm. And it sucks. It sucks. The girls end up being stuck in a style and the guys end up being all over the place. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all over the place is true. Yes. So um, we're nearing the end of our main discussion, and there's two um, questions left, or I guess one a statement and a question. Yes. I guess. So this is something that I thought about after our fandom uh, <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Is are we under pressure of proving our loyalty or our fandom to our favorite groups, bands, artists, mm-hmm. all that on the interwebs? Yeah. Do you guys have you guys ever felt this way? Do you still feel this way? I will quickly go and say, I've when I started, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, Yeah, I'm in it for the ride. Let's go, big bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 2017, late 2017, when I started looking for a community to kind of like just you know indulge in, right? They put me into this, like, you should you should do more. I never thought about it. <laughs> like don't do with American artists. I don't be like, oh my god, I have to go front row to Brandy's concert, which I would love to go to Brandy's concert. <laughs> <laughs> really, she's not doing it anymore. Um, yeah. I have adult money now. Brandy, come back. <laughs> <laughs> but I never felt that pressure. Yeah, with most of my groups now. Like if Aaliyah was still alive, yo, oh I, gosh. yeah, y'all don't know. Like on it, that is the first person I've ever just was deeply in love with as a celebrity. Like mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm. everything about her. Yeah. And I feel like if she was brought into the modern era, I would feel that way about Aaliyah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I would do the same things that I do for K-pop. Huh. I mean, I don't do them anymore, but I had a brief period mm-hmm. where I was being very, I was trying to catch up with everyone. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know I was supposed to be doing this. Like, yeah. I didn't know that it meant so much to them. I didn't know I should be here, you know? Yes. Um, and then I realized, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They love me just as much. They want my support just as much on its own. On its right. like, Whatever I want to do, whatever I'm comfortable doing, whether it's telling everybody, hey, y'all should listen to this song. Or just listening on my own on Spotify, buying their CD on my own time. Right, right, right. Let me say that again. On my own time. <laughs> order, okay? Um, 
yeah it was a brief period but i don't i personally don't feel pressured right i don't feel there was a one like it just had to be like last year where i guess because monster x is emerging Mm -hmm. there was like this one period where they're like vote here vote there monster x is nominated for this vote for them here and i was just like okay that's great but as an international fan i either can't vote or like it's a crazy intricate process that when a girl on Instagram, like when an Instagram Instagrammer puts like all the steps, I'm like, wait, I'm trying to read through A, B, C, D. I cannot follow. I'm like, I, what? I got to go to that website. Okay. And with that, I got to type in that code. And then yeah. another page is going to pop right, up. Read and, translate. And I was like, what? Insane to just vote. And I was just like, no, this, this, they either have to make it easier for international fans to vote if it's going to be like some kind of voting system or just uh, i don't know make well i mean you know they now they do the twitter voting where you tweet out or yeah they that, have that was like the most easy voting yeah. process i saw that's but like if it's like a people's choice or a teen choice awards like if they were to appear more in those things where it's like all right it's a lot easier for people to uh, vote it's an open mm-hmm. vote kind mm-hmm. of system okay mm-hmm. but i feel like a lot of the things are mainly for korean fans or or the People that have access to stuff like Naver and Cacao, and it's just like, all right, vote through that. Like, I, you, how can we be? We can't always be involved in those type of systems as yeah. international fans, so it does make it kind of hard. And that I think was the only time I actually felt super pressured. I was just like, but I want to vote, but I can't. But like, how am I supposed <laughs> to like, vote? Like, 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 I don't understand. Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> and then like, because I, I was so confused one time when she was like, oh, this is how you vote, and and it was like five different live things that said how to vote. I, I do like, think like, voting in the last couple of years have been. Beca- became a thing, a, th- a more of a thing. It's always yes, a thing it's that true. people try to do, right? But I feel like I've never seen this. M- Maybe <laughs> because I'm on the interwebs a little bit more. Mm-hmm. All right, scratch that. Okay. Social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know I always use the interwebs. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't a social media person until late 2017. Yeah, like my Instagram. I think I started in like 2015. I didn't post. I had three pictures until 2017. Like oh, that. Wow. Okay. How much I did not use it until they were like, yeah, if you go on Instagram and then you follow this person, <laughs> she posts all the content about so-and-so. Yeah, yeah it's and a technology thing for sure. Like, it's definitely a technology. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I look at a computer all day for mm-hmm. our business, for my separate job, for right. schooling. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Like, I ain't got <laughs> Listen, if I'm going to take my little coins and put it towards a concert, can't that yeah. be enough? Like, yeah. the, coins that, the coins that I got to put together for these concerts, like, let that be, let that be enough. Like, yes. Come on, because y'all are <laughs> really We've been much. talking over you. Oh, it's okay. I'm used no. to mock my life. Oh no, wow! Stop it! Why is she trying? No, don't make me. She's trying to get us. You know what? She's trying to come for us. Be honest and real. Yeah. Do you feel the pressure? Um. So, I think I feel the pressure for different reasons depending on my uh, fandoms. Mm. So, because I, unlike my other two counterparts, are always on social media. Uh, for multiple reasons, but it's just been in my culture growing up. Social media is like a thing for us. Um. When you are a part of the fandoms online... Is she trying to say we old? No, I'm just trying to say that our, my generation 
a little bit younger. Did you love me? Out of all of us? Well, I'm the only person that acts her age. I'm a clear 60, you know? <laughs> um, Sam's 13. I've so. been on Instagram and Facebook probably before both the y'all. <laughs> just so you know. I mean, the last time I used social media, like, a lot, a lot, is when it was MySpace, Facebook, ah! and Black Girl. <laughs> MySpace. Okay? My I space. said it, Black Planet. She she is a good 60. That's, you that's right. A, that's a minute. Right. But Because you hit us with the MySpace. With the MySpace. The my top eight. Going through MySpace, Y'all would have been on my top eight. Just know that. <laughs> um, but no, really, when it comes to being on social media now and you see people posting, it's like if you aren't supporting them, if you aren't tweeting about them, mm-hmm. if you aren't talking about them, like you do feel a disloyalty because like I'm not supporting that group. Mm-hmm. But my problem is I'm a multi. And mm-hmm. I don't want to spam you with thousands of BTS things and then thousands mm-hmm. of Got7 things and then thousands of Dreamcatcher things and then thousands, like, that's just so much. And it's like, if I'm not posting 24-7 about the groups, does that really make me not a fan? And right. I, I don't get that. So I think now, the longer I've been in it, like, I'll see it. I'll I'll do a post or two if I have to when it comes to like voting season. I think that's when I feel the worst because people guilt trip you like crazy. Go on to people who have bigger <laughs> accounts and they will literally say, You have this platform and you're not you're not putting your votes wow. out for this. Group. I mean, it's like, like, you don't mind bro. your business. If you don't mind your business. <laughs> but especially when it comes to Twitter, like it gets really bad because once one person starts saying something mm-hmm. that's like everybody else will when it comes to concerts at least the things like that if you can't afford to go to that do not feel bad there are just yeah. times where you can't afford that trust me there were three nct was here i probably not gonna go to pentagon that probably won't go to monster x yeah that's, like that's, i'm still having post-concert depression yes. but yeah. if you can't afford to go. go that is another big one where people try to yeah. be like oh well if you're a fan you would no, not everybody no. the same thing. If so, you a fan, you gonna get money off the trees. If you a fan, what? you are gonna like, love the boys or the girls. There ain't no money trees. Like, where, where is, can I someone, find that? Yeah, show me one. How can I grow it? But, oh, uh, yeah. If Hook you're a fan, up. the biggest way to show that you are a fan is just supporting them, no matter yeah. how you can. So I think now I've reached the point where I'm like, I will post what I want to post. I will buy CDs when I can. I will go to concerts when I can. If you don't think I'm a fan, that's cool. You don't have to think I'm a fan because guess what? At the end of the day, I'm still going to be a fan. Like, what mm-hmm. you say is not going to have an effect on my life and how much I care about the boys or how much I care about the girls and how they already know I support them. Do you right. think that because a lot less groups are accepting fan letters, more fans are taking to Twitter for or oh, Instagram? Yes. They're taking the social media so much more now because they're in hopes of their idol being able to see it. And the sad Mm -hmm. thing is, I can't even say your idol will never see that because they be having their private Instagrams and private Twitters (laughs) and be stalking fans. Or even public ones and be like, hey. And you'd be like, what? It's like, wait, hold on. Did they just like, my favorite one, and I'm calling BTS out, J-Hope, I know you (laughs) like that girl's tweet about Ooh. her getting your bag and then you unlike that within Where is three Kermit seconds see when you need him Where is so, like not- i said earlier me and bam like the same cat content yes um <laughs> jb be liking things about him being being mr sexy <laughs> oh, i mean i wasn't gonna bring that up because me and bam have a connection through our cats jb don't want to share his cats but me and bam though we share the cats 
<laughs> no, but seriously, I think that everyone has a small amount of pressure. It's whether or not you come into it. And I feel like the younger you are, the more likely you will be. Mm-hmm. And the older you are, the more you will rationalize. Maybe this is not it. However, there's always going to be, be people who are too old to be saying things that they they want to do, be around and and like embarrass themselves a little bit in mm-hmm. terms because of the pressure, like right. you know, going onto people's pages and pretending like they know more than they actually do just because they want I don't know want to pressure someone into being a better fan, which makes no sense to me, but it happens. Right. Yeah. Um, because they just I don't know, everybody is so gung-ho about making it about their group. Yeah. And it about K pop. <laughs> and and I understand loving uh or or having a bias or even an ultimate bias and that's mm-hmm. who you want it to be. I like mm-hmm. I like the kind of fan or the kind of fandom that's like, hey, this is who I love. If y'all love him too, that's great. I'm a post. And here's a voting thing if you want to. But you know, no pressure. Mm-hmm. I'll see you at the show. You know, like those <laughs> kind of people. <laughs> Not the people that are just like vote now, today, last but, day. Do you want to know who those fans are? Do you want to know the fans you like? <laughs> you like multis. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I swear we are the most accepted. I don't care what group yeah. you like. I can tell you there is no group I hate. <laughs> like there is not one group where I'm like I cannot stand them. I never want to see them. Like, right. ah, you like them? That is amazing. What do you like about them? Tell me. Who's your bias? What do you, what song should I listen to? Like, yeah. right, that's exactly. I think. Oh man, that's deep, yo. Yeah, that's deep. Like, think about <laughs> it. Like when you come into a multi, like I've never had a conversation with another multi where it's just like, oh, you like them? Okay. It's like, oh, really? I've never listened to them before. What's a good song? Like, where should I that start? What's a music video? Like, oh, that's dope. Or it's like, oh, I've listened to some of their songs. They're not really my top group, but, you know, I can see it. And then they're like, oh, well, you need to try listening to this. It's like, oh, shit, i never heard this one before. <laughs> Changes your whole mindset. Like, Yeah. It's, the conversation is definitely different because their mind is open to more giving more love they're right they're not stuck on like this is the only thing i'll listen to forever and because they're perfect no and i'm not saying that you can't just like one group just don't hate it's, on the others get a different dynamic with a person who's willing to try another group versus someone who is only one because if you have one of course you're gonna go hard of course yeah. you're gonna be like yeah like you're XO. Your picture is fucking DO. You better vote for them. You better hashtag XO, hashtag awards, hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I think definitely the interwebs don't help with the pressure. <laughs> the interwebs really be pressure. They really be pressuring us to be, you know, on there. But just be logical about it. Yes. At the end of the day, if you can't afford it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. They're not asking you to buy everything. They're asking you to support them in any way you can. So if it's you showing up for a live, like maybe the views that they get on their live says something to their company. Like, yeah. oh, okay, we're getting more traction. Uh-huh. uh-huh. If, you know, Wano coming on. Let's or get him you- to come on more. Yeah, or like YouTube, YouTube views as well. Like they see how certain videos do or how certain um, behind the scenes content do. And they're like, ooh, we should do this more. Like people do like this. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, So the last thing is what is one thing you want to change about K pop? Ooh. That's a deep one. Let me go first with this then. Go ahead. Um, The idolization 
of idols, even though this sounds funny, the idolization <laughs> of idols needs to mm-hmm. stop. Like, mm. idols, although they are in spotlights, they are the big celebrities, like, you have this idea of putting them on the where they are. Celebritas. Celebritas. Uh, they are also people. I don't think you heard me. Yeah. I heard you. I <laughs> no, you <laughs> no, you're right. You're totally um, right. I've always had a problem with that too. Like we need to take them off the pedestal and realize that they are humans. They yes. do have their own thoughts. They do have their own feelings. They do want to yeah. do things a certain way. Just mm-hmm. because you see them in the way that they they put themselves out for the public, that does not mean right. that they are. And yeah. you need to be okay with that. If yeah, they want yeah. to be a different way, like if you see them out of their idol concept um, and it's yeah. not what you thought that they should be. Well, that's who they are. And you need to let them be people because if you suffocate them too much, that's when they start to stress and that's when they stop mm. being who you want them to be. Yeah. yeah. And then that will go, that will tie into like mental health issues or even like physical, like them having to go to hospital and yes. stuff just because mm. they're being. Ugh, so You're trying to make them be perfect person. and mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. no such thing as perfect and they can't reach perfection. That will just yeah. mentally break somebody. Yeah, so, and they're young. Like yes. a, a lot of these people are like like young. They're they're only in like their early twenties and stuff, and you don't need that kind of pressure as like a you know as a person. Like think about college and how hard that is. Mm-hmm. Like imagine having to like all this stardom and being an idol and being mm-hmm. followed and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Like it's difficult for anybody to deal with, especially being that young and being thrusted into this world of yes. you know. Mm-hmm. So, what about you, Sam? So, what is one thing you would change? Um, I think I would basically change what happens with how harsh some of the companies can be. Um, I think it ties in with what Maria is saying, but um, I, sometimes I hear that they're put in kind of like bad compromising conditions, situations. yeah, and compromising yeah. situations. Like sometimes the dorms aren't like uh, livable, <laughs> and they're in these places that you know they. Um, maybe there's no AC in the rehearsal rooms and stuff like that Mm. and and like if you know that you want these these kids basically to make money for you or to to bring you know revenue into your business or something like treat them with the kind of respect you would treat anybody else they're like Mm. like Marie said they're humans you know they're not animals they're Mm. not they're not robots like you're not building you know you're you're literally not like constructing them to be something else so like just treat them with that respect or treat them with I don't know like I, I could say the same for like jobs that that oppress people and treat treat them like shit too mm-hmm. but you know that's a whole nother story you know like being underworked and and overworked and underpaid sucks like nobody, yeah, nobody it, totally likes sucks. That. it definitely and, goes back to what we were saying earlier mm-hmm. with the that these people aren't rich <laughs> yeah exactly like they're working in unlike american or western culture when it comes to a lot of bigger stars even medium-sized stars they're they're making that money a lot on their own right and but groups is a shared revenue yeah it's it's a job it's a literal it's not something they came up and said wow you have a great voice let me put out a song no train for this shit then they have a debut on the dime of their company Mm -hmm. and then they gotta pay that shit back because that's like you know like if you're gonna debut we need you to make this money back you know contracts yeah that's how like contracts and businesses the contracts that they do for k-pop groups is different from individual artists which is different from any artist in the western world right because we don't really do groups (laughs) anymore yeah 
we do them here and there, but we do them in a different way. And yeah. I think in here, especially, it's really all about kind of not getting lucky in a way. Yes, you do have to work hard to like to be like talented and skilled, yeah. Yeah. but. It, you, it's a lot of luck because and yeah. in, in, if not you're independent or you're underground and you're just doing your own thing yeah. and trying or hoping one day somebody notices you or mm -hmm. somebody picks you up you know what's different in k-pop is they train like they yes you have to audition and you have Some to are, are picked naturally yeah you're like you you're, you're trained yeah <laughs> and it and it's grueling and sometimes it's long and sometimes they spend years training like almost like going to college for a lot of years but you pick your classes and stuff you're doing in college here there is a lot of like yes you, you're picking what you do but they also want you to be able to do a lot of things like they yeah. want you to have so much stuff under your belt that yeah. it's just like it's not easy like it's yeah people take it seriously tandy yeah what is one thing that you would change about k-pop Mm -hmm. Treatment of foreign K-pop idols. Ooh. Uh, Good one. <laughs> um, I feel like there's an unequalness when it comes to how certain members are treated. I feel like mm -hmm. sometimes, depending on the group, the American person is treated a little bit better mm -hmm. than, um, than you would expect. Like yeah. a little bit more highly favored. Um, or it could be the complete opposite. Yeah. Um, Chinese members, the way that they, their deals go, we oh, don't know how their deals are struck in terms of like country to country. Mm -hmm. um, I know that unfortunately China has a lot of, a lot, a large history with scamming mm -hmm. with idol groups. Oh, wow. And stuff. So I'm not sure how, for instance, Lei came in contact with SM is he like does he have a company that he was contracted in China and like how does that work out right and, but also why does SM treat their foreign artists that way or even um when it comes to auditioning for these groups uh it would be nice I'm not saying they have to it would be yeah. nice if they chose a little bit more variety I feel like they go with the same pool of people and there isn't, when they do come from America, Canada, Japan, mm -hmm. Thailand, wherever, they still look very Korean, even if they're not. Mm -hmm. It would be interesting to see someone lean more into, like, a BAM. BAM clearly looks like he's from Thailand. He does not look Korean to me. Yeah. Um, and that's not a bad thing. I just thought he was cute. And I was like, oh, when, <laughs> when I found out he was from someone else, I was like, oh, no. So it's like I wish they would, you know, take more consideration and if they're if you're gonna go somewhere else to find an idol, oh. kind of think about their culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. kind of taking consideration of, of all of the factors. And it wouldn't kill them. It wouldn't actually this is about K pop fans. Please stop bashing people who do k-pop and they're not they don't look korean at all okay so it doesn't matter if it's a white girl black girl whoever like if they want to make a song korean let them yeah because it gives more exposure like yeah. yeah come on stop being so racist mm -hmm. it's like saying rap is only for black people right 
y'all shouldn't be rapping as like oh if that's the case then tell all the um caucasian people to give us back jazz like you know you know let's not go there you know because you know Uh, where's kermit when you need him (laughs) (laughs) but yeah this is the end of our discussion um and scene and scene (laughs) and scene um, do you guys have um, Unkey Populous? I do have one. You know, I yes. always have one. Well, Sam, do you have one? Because we, we haven't heard from you yet. I know. Uh, so, you know, in efforts to not be all controversial and stuff, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, I like the scandal law sometimes. Scandal law. <laughs> the one thing I will say is so, when I like to do my binging and my research and yeah. I go back on bands like Exit and and even like 2 p.m., 2 a.m., and mm-hmm. I look at the things that they did back in the day as opposed mm-hmm. to the things that they do now. Uh, sometimes that plastic surgery stands out quite a bit. Yep. And like, like Marie said, you know, it's a, you want to get work done, get your work done, girl. You know, look cute. Like, you know, like, <laughs> be, be the best you or the best version of you you'd like to be. Yes. But when it's, like, super excessive and you kind of, like, completely change your look and you're, you're like, mm-hmm. uh, not I don't want to say unrecognizable because they're not ever really unrecognizable. It's just you can just tell that a lot of work has been done. Yeah. And then it gets to the point where sometimes they have to take medication for the pain and then things right. happen. And, right. and when it gets to a point where it's affecting your health, um, I feel like that's when it's time to stop. I heard some people yeah. do addicted to plastic surgery. No, and I know I heard of that. And, and I can't say, I'm who am I to say that, oh, you know, they shouldn't do that. Yeah. I, I can't say that. That's is their life. But <laughs> I'm, I've, I've, gone through surgery for for like health issues mm-hmm. so you know i i pers- plastic surgery is not really something that i considered only because going into surgery in general is like super scary and and, and a lot right. can happen and all of that and yeah. i can't see me doing it for just something that i want and not something that i need like right. you know shorty got to be on her deathbed in order for y'all <laughs> to cut me open you know like i don't i don't know about this i don't know about this oh i'm just gonna go do this to my face no right, right, right. so it's just it's a it's a bit much to me when i can right. see such clear differences and sometimes i can't even make out who the person is now yeah. because in the old video like they look completely different i'm like wait which one <laughs> oh my god it's them <laughs> and so that's just my little k-popular rant about plastic surgery like right. yeah do it be, be you live your life you be but, true. Uh, do you but don't be, be in a to a point where it gets unhealthy and you have yeah. to like do other stuff and take other drugs and uh, mm-hmm. be careful guys be careful, be careful. i agree yeah. Marie. Marie. Me? Marie. 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 Okay. Marie. I'm going to let them keep singing my name. This is great. <laughs> this is my theme song right here. Um, okay, so my NK popular opinion. Marie, get that bread. Mar- Marie, get, get that, that bread. bread. Um, I, 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 so my NK popular opinion for the week has yes. to actually do with a Western group. I'm not going to say their name. Nobody mm. wants to go and look this mm. up. I mean, you could, because it's not like they valid. I'm, Ooh. Right. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, yeah. it's not like they stay forever in my yeah. mind or anything. But, um, this group <laughs> happened to... I'm sorry. Let me let me let me stop. Okay, so no, a started. comment was made it when going. it came about BTS, and of course, BTS seems to always be my theme. You guys, I'm just the BTS 
she's an army. She's an army. I'm a hardcore army. True. Um, yeah. And this and this triggered me a little bit. I don't get triggered too easily. I'm starting to get used to all the the random stuff that comes up when it comes to BTS. And this I realized later was actually said about a year ago, maybe two years ago. Um, but mm-hmm. it started to circulate and trend recently because I just saw this the other day. And mm. it was a group saying that although BTS is a good group, they not them as a group. One of their members said that they didn't consider them to be a pop group, a top pop group candidate. They said mm. that it had to be a European or a Western group that was at the top because, you know, BTS is in, is in their own category and they don't see a group that doesn't speak English. No, no. Let me get this right. Their wording was they don't see a group that doesn't speak American as being on top <laughs> of the charts. Yeah. And me, that's not me being... They said American. I live in... How do you speak American? Like, I speak American. Can someone define that for me? So that was their word. So one, honey, you can't even speak English. So don't make statements like that when you don't know what the hell you talk. Oh, children. You know what? I'm so sorry. This reminds me of a clip that I was watching. It had to do with a, like a top model show or something. Mm-hmm. And a girl said, you know, it's not like I speak Paris. And everybody was like... <laughs> <laughs> I just speak, you know, English. And it was so funny because everybody just, everybody paused and was like, wait, what's happening? Okay, I'm sorry, continue. That was hilarious. Their statement was that because BTS is in their own category, and it's one thing to say BTS is in their own category because, you know, it gets said all the time. They're not K-pop or pop. They get put into different categories because nobody knows what they are because they are transcending what k-pop is at the moment they're taking their own path and changing it into a different uh, into a different light because of a new audience promoting your men always promoting my men but at the same time (laughs) to discredit them and say that they would never be at the top they would have to be a western or a european artist right there with them because they don't speak english is the most bullshit thing i think i've ever heard because as we've said multiple times in other podcasts multiple times in this podcast music transcends language it does mm-hmm. not matter if you can't understand them. They said, mm-hmm. oh, I couldn't go to a concert where I couldn't understand them. Have you seen BTS sell not all these concerts? Excuse me? Um, <laughs> they have gone... I want to know how many concerts these guys have sold out. I didn't even... Honestly, Ooh. y'all, I did not even know who they were. So they might have had one song, which I might have heard on the radio at yeah. some point in my life. Nah, I ain't hear no song. I don't, I don't know who... They, I had to look them up because I didn't know who they were. So you are going to disrespect <laughs> BTS... And say, oh, well, because they don't speak English, bruh, they sell out shows in South America, they sell out shows in the US, they sell out shows in the UK, they sell out shows wherever they go in countries where they speak different languages, and yet still you're going to disrespect and say, oh, because they don't speak English. No, y'all. No, 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 no. They don't speak American. American. Bruh, (laughs) you don't speak American. (laughs) Get your Um, I don't know if you text, but obviously you don't speak American either. So go back to your English class before you try to insult anybody. I will say this about whatever group I say, because maybe it's not maybe a different group takes the takes the top for the pop groups. I don't care. If you are going to disrespect a group, especially a group that people actually know who they are in different countries, at least be relevant. She said be relevant. You ain't going out nothing since last year. I really didn't know who they were. Like I don't I still don't know. They're who supposed they to stay forever in your mind, but they weren't. But even they did about. not. 
Well, that was what their name was. It, their name um, was forever yes. in your mind. In your mind, they were even a thought. So, ooh, and it's ooh. three and oh. sorry. <laughs> I was like, ooh, and it's three. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Tandy, <laughs> you have one this week. Um, yes, girl. I always have an unkpop. Let's hear it. Let us hear it. Um, I want to talk about these concerts. <laughs> I am sick and tired of being sick and tired of being broke. <laughs> oh man. Is I don't want this is very unpopular. All these these concerts like all the time. Like to fall all around the same like, even summer if it was the fall and it was the same <laughs> concerts. It's too much. It's too, too much. much. Too much. <laughs> they are banking on us though. They're like, ooh, They're international fans be coming. Here's my issue. Mm-hmm. I don't like how BTS came so close to their last concert. Mm. I was ready, like I would love for them to come in the fall. Give us like a full year. You know, <laughs> um, they didn't give us a full year. VAV did the same thing, did not give us a full year. Mm-hmm. Um, God7 barely gave us a full year. Um, KCON making the, the prices so much more. Like, mm-hmm. y'all, we can't go to everything. We do not have money. Our people who have parents who pay for these things don't have the money for all of these things. Or right. it's disrespectful to your international artists, I mean, um, fans to force them to have to choose when you can very well spread this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need everybody in June and July. We don't need everybody. You know how many groups that came in um was it April? Yeah, April. I saw BAV and SF9. But that same week NCT was there. So yes. And B- no, I'm in New York. Oh, not in New York. Cause that, no, in we New had York. BAV and we had BTS the same night in LA. Ginger. We had Sunday SF9, Wednesday NCT, Friday or Saturday um, VAV. That one oh, yeah. week. Then we had them in the same week. It doesn't oh, yeah. make sense. Why would you do that? <laughs> Especially the people. Now, let's take into account we can afford these tickets. How about getting there? They yeah. don't come to multiple places. So, y'all are not thinking about the person who has to spend $500 who lives in South Carolina to get to a concert that they bought a ticket for in, in New York because it's the mm-hmm. only place on the East Coast. Same thing with these venues. And using Ticketmaster. Preach. Stop. (laughs) I know Ticketmaster is the main joint and everybody has to go. You know, let's make it a private event. And you sell through your marketing. You do not need Ticketmaster to advertise your tickets. We know you coming because we we're following you. Let me <laughs> let me tell you though, Ticketmaster might be one of the biggest scammers because Ooh. I felt bad for some of these girls that I saw getting tickets, thinking that they were P one tickets for the price, and then realizing they were premium tickets. They were all the way back in P five, paying three hundred, four hundred dollars for that. Like yep. if you guys are scamming your one. own fans, which is something I've said multiple times. Talking about before, oh, we can't control. If you y'all don't control get it. that. Mm-hmm. Out of, I'm just sick of these the, uh, everything and KCON like bro yeah KCON OG with them bro let's talk 
this is why I don't think they care sometimes, and no offense, they don't care about fans. Like, for this Scott Seven concert, I am happy with the seats we got, and, like, you know, I'm excited for the show and everything, but $400 for some tickets on the floor that last year we paid $250 for? Yes. Not even $250, $230. Y'all yes. almost doubled the price, and then right. we get no benefits. Like, and oh, you get a you know, poster. My bad. I don't want that. My <laughs> I don't bad. Like how they tied the benefits to that seat. Yes. Yeah. I did not care to have that. Yes, and it's it's like you guys don't when you think about this, especially when it comes to Ticketmaster, when they get their resells, most of those tickets on the floor where fans want the tickets are already bought up and being sold for resale by people from Ticketmaster because StubHub is run by Ticketmaster, so therefore oh, they're reselling their tickets. Y'all are literally, y'all, and I know this has been brought up before and there's a lawsuit going against it, but why are you guys still working with this company that, you know, scams their fans because the they have their own The problem is the venues are tied to Then find company. different venues. There are plenty of venues that you can it, go oh, to. Preach. I just yeah. want everybody to kind of take a step back. Get my blood pressure up. <laughs> and yeah, I, I heard it. I heard her blood pressure increasing. Look at the calendar of events. Um, earlier today, I had saw a post about Got7 Canada. They only got one show in Canada. Mm-hmm. And 60% of the tickets have not sold. Ooh. Why? KCON's that same day. Oh, wow. Same day. <gasps> Baby. Yeah. So, you mean to tell me, JYP? KCON's the same weekend that they're in LA. KCON New York you knew, is- you knew because KCON announced well ahead of time. That their event is happening this day, but you still thought you thought. <laughs> wow. You could put your concert on this date and still make a, a nah, profit. That's a whole this is a whole nother conversation because JYP has always been doing got seven thirty. You know what? Look, this is gonna be a whole side podcast. Oh, oh. This promotion on this has been trash. I their timing has been trash. <laughs> Everything about this, it's like you are and no offense, like, I'm not saying that you don't love the boys. Like you probably love the boys, whatever. That they're not your main priority. Yeah. But you are literally setting them up for failure. Yes. You are setting mm-hmm. them up for failure, and then when they fail, you're gonna blame them, and that's some bullshit. And that is some bullshit. Oh lord. Ooh, let me. All I'm saying is, let me get some tea. When it comes, to- <laughs> <laughs> I think companies should be more aware of who has already announced and posted their dates. Why? Mm-hmm. It is a benefit to you to give one, the person paying for the ticket more time right. to put it where there's nothing else going on so it can sell out. Yeah. yeah. The logic between, oh, we're going to compete for the same week. No. If you literally put it a month later, if God 7 decided to do September, they would sell the fuck out. Yeah, yes. for real. Who's the only other person doing September? Pentagon. That's it. That wow. is it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense to me why you would give us such short notice, give us two weeks, the yeah. shortest time JYP is ever giving. They didn't even, they gave twice, what, a month and a half before mm-hmm. tickets went on sale? And you knew they were going, you probably knew that they and were going to And twice only got like twice. three locations, no? In America? Twice is literally the week after got seven or whatever. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What if I like both? What if I want to see both? I can't, and I don't. They, they really messing it up for the multi fandomers. That's what it's it not is. even just multi fandoms. It's just people. Period. It's mm-hmm. like, what if I want to go to KCON for other content? Oh, but I want to see Got Seven, and it's the exact same day. Why would you make those two events the same day? 
yeah. I don't understand the logic between at least making there it weeks apart. There, yeah, there is none. It's greed, and you aren't helping yourself by doing this. You're going to, you're making your company look bad by not being aware of what's around it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We still haven't had announcements for October, November, December. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> and and after us figuring out how we're gonna run our own events, we know this stuff takes months and months in advance. So mm-hmm. you knew when you were coming here, y'all could have at least put out dates, put out a t- hey, this is when we're thinking of getting there. Like here's some preview. Like you don't have to right. give us exact dates and deadline, but like give us some time so people can save. Mm-hmm. Don't just got yes, money like this, especially oh when all y'all want to shove K-pop groups down our throats for concerts. We don't have money for <laughs> all y'all. We got all these debuts. We getting these new groups. We want to buy. We want to support them. And then next, thing you know, oh, but my favorite group is going to be on tour. But I just bought all these albums for this other group that's in this company, and just I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then oh, there's no benefits. Now it's different when your company has never really did benefits like SM. They don't really do high touch and stuff like that. They don't do okay. a lot of things, but you know, <laughs> well, I'm gonna go there. But the shows are a spectacle, so you you really are paying for the show, but. Why are you going to do a twice show with a whole bunch of benefits, same price, and do got seven with no benefits? Just say you hate got seven like... and go. <sighs> That's, I just want you to admit it. I just want you to admit that you don't like them that much, JYP. Like, <laughs> are you just mad because Jin Young was JYP for a minute and, and <laughs> like, then, are you confused? Is that what it was? No, I don't think that. I don't think he. I don't think he wants to care anymore. <laughs> like I'm not saying that he doesn't like you know he went been through a lot with them but I think he's at the point where his priority is no longer on them striking mm-hmm. is his priority wow I feel like sad. I'm on Jay Park's side with um JYP and if y'all know if y'all know the worldwide album and the one song that is a uh, is kind of directed towards uh the JYP uh guy then you know what I'm talking about and if you don't, <laughs> I'll talk about it in another J podcast because, huh? huh, huh. <laughs> Anywho, moral of the story is be more aware, price better. If you're going to price the same, then don't make us buy benefit tickets on purpose. Like, yeah. I don't want the extras. Ask yeah. me if I want the extras. Make yes. it an option because I didn't want it. And I was like, why is our seat so much more? Because we got benefits. Okay, that's cool, but that's not what I wanted. um and then yeah just kind of how about asking the fandom hey you guys do you think it's a good time to bring um got seven during july most people would have said no yeah (laughs) because it's too too much to do yeah most people would have said no for sf9 when they brought sf9 because it was bts nct Mm -hmm. most people would have chose those two groups over sf9 Mm-hmm. So why would you put them in the same month? Same thing with Stray Kids. Stray Kids was right after that. And the thing that Stray Kids, the JYP did do right with Stray Kids is he gave a long period of time before the point. actual concert to buy tickets. Yeah. Mm. So that's why they sold out. And it was like nothing else on the calendar. Y'all, I just yeah. realized God 7 is really next month and tickets were really just on sale. Yes! Oh, wow! Three Darn. weeks ago. Trust me, my, my wallet remembers. Um, <laughs> she was like, my wallet, no. It is tired, okay? My wallet is tired. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry about my rant. It was so big. Um, oh, sorry. It was needless. <laughs> I'm not even good. Um, but we do 
need to close out because this was yeah. a, a lengthy, another lengthy discussion. It was good though. It was a really good yeah. discussion. Um, I feel like we always get asked really dumb questions, mm-hmm. and I feel like all of us here at Connected uh, changed it around so it sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> so if you guys and, have any answers to questions, just go right. copy us. Copy yes, just copy us. Even if you don't want to say what we're saying, at least like they'll be like, "Oh man, I can't rebut that." Yeah, I don't know how to right. answer that. Right. Just yeah, just make them confused. <laughs> um, Marie, where can they find us? Let me hit y'all with them socials. I I okay. Ooh. So no, I, 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 so if you guys would like to follow us on social media, if you aren't already, we do have an Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, basically any type of social media that you want, as well as a YouTube. Um, you're going to want to find us at Connected ENT. So that's K-O-N-N-E-C-T-D-E-N-T. And we can also be found on our website, which is www.connectedent.com. And on there, if you have any comments, you just want to give us a shout out, you want to send us an email, we have a comment form on there. So you can go ahead and do that there. Or if you want to email us directly, we do have our own email. It's connectedpodcast at gmail.com. And that one goes straight to our podcast, so we'll know it is for us specifically. If you guys have any of your own unkpopular opinions that you want to give us to talk about, or you just want to say, hey, love your stuff. You know, I love hearing these, seeing these on Twitter. It makes my day. Um, definitely reach out to us. Yes. and. I definitely want to note that on our YouTube, we'll be coming out with more content, and I will show my face soon. <gasps> Actually, her face has already been Why seen. Why do you guys have that reaction? Like, y'all don't see me. Ow, ow. Um, you guys have, if you've been paying attention to social media, check, seen her. Check, check you might not oh, know sure you've seen her, but you have seen her. You've seen her at one point. <laughs> yes. You have. You have. Hopefully, you guys will join us for our weekly releases. Um, I'm praying that the format that we came up with works well. I think it does. Yeah. Um, it's very unique to us. We're still, we're still if we see anybody copycat and be like, mm, connected to diverse. Um, <laughs> if you're going to search us on YouTube, you have to type in connected with the apostrophe D entertainment for not ENT, but entertainment. Um, another way you can find us is fanfic Friday. If you type that in, you'll definitely find find our um what is our second posting third posting it's our third posting so um with that being said thank you guys connected over and out